Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Can't believe I'm seeing y'all again. I know, this man. is where we're at. I missed you. It's so good to see oh, you. I missed you guys too. Yeah. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you don't believe me, Tony? You're shaking your head. I missed you the most. Oh, oh that did you? The mostest. Not true. Probably Moon second most, and then Scott. <laughs> Yay! If thank we're you. if we're being honest. All the movie quotes that we share, I didn't. I didn't. It didn't increase my ranking? No, no, no. Wow, no. I know the reason I'm last is because we hung out all weekend together. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? <laughs> and, and you live Scott farther. I, well, Scott, I kicked it all weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I went through uh, the drive-thru at uh, at the Chick-fil-A in the, in the Valley on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what's crazy? There's no, not that us. many places that are open after 9 o'clock. No, the, ever weird. since the pandemic, man, they shut all that down. All of it. So my boy and I were coming home from uh, Jefferson City. Just a quick stopover for his team to his hockey team to lose and then come back. <laughs> I know you met your son, but in my yeah, head, yeah, I just me, thought you, you and know, you, you know, and some me, other dude. Yo, me and my boy. Yo, me we and my boy, to, Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry, me and the boy. Yo, me and my boy, we went to Chick-fil-A yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is true, though. Uh, not many places are open after nine o'clock. I guess since the pandemic, also since they can't staff a lot of places. Yeah, a lot of places just cannot be staffed late at night. I think I think that's the main thing is they just don't have the manpower to stay up to stay home in that late. Like, 
I know a guy that, that was an assistant manager at Jack in the Box. And he told me that there were times where, like, he would look at the schedule and he'd go, cool, I'm working Monday through Friday, 12-hour shifts. And, like, making bank. In over Like, he was making more than people that were working at banks. Yeah. And it's because he was working overtime. And I was like, dude, why, like, how can they even afford to do this? And he goes, they have no other option. He's like, it's me and the key holder. That's it. Yeah. Oh, what about the uh, the gatekeeper? <laughs> she works at another branch. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just can't get those two together, though. Yeah, yeah. Bad mm-hmm. things happen. No, so, yeah, Saturday we went out to Jefferson City. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately his his team lost. Oh, this Sorry is this is a tournament, yeah? No, it's just a game. Man, oh, it's a one-off it's, game. It's, just a one-off game. It's rare to hear you say that your son lost, and that's nah, crazy. Yeah. I said, uh, son, I, I, yesterday I was like, what was the highlight of our uh, of our weekend? He goes, our road trip to Jefferson City, just you and I. I go, yeah, Aww. what was great about it? He goes, we got Doritos at Love's. I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. That was, that was killing it. That's <laughs> crazy. We got Doritos like at a Love's uh, a rest stop. And I was like, yeah, that was cool, man. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But so if we went to um, Chick-fil-A Saturday night in the Valley, pulled through the drive-thru, and the guy at the window goes, hey, man, are you Riz? I go, yeah. He goes, my mom loves your show. I go, oh, you don't? <laughs> uh, I'll take I'll take the mom. Fine. Hey, I said tell your mother I said hi. <laughs> I've I've had that happen. Tell your mother I said hi. And then he goes, King Scott was here a couple days ago. I go, oh look at this guy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Chick Fil A in it. I'm glad I eat the same restaurants. Yeah, huh? yeah, fancy. Huh? So yeah. you felt connected. Yep. Tell your mother I said hi. Okay. <laughs> no, that. Okay, sir. Pull around. That is a that was a fun night. I went in there and a couple folks. You know, if some one of the workers came over, got a picture, but then uh, this other fella, and I don't know why his name's skipping me right now. Oh, Ricardo. There we go. He uh, was from Chile, and uh, he was uh, just really excited. I was in there, but and it just made me want to go to South America so bad. I'm like, dude, this seems so fun down there. Ricardo so friendly. from Chile at the Chick-fil-A yeah. makes him want to go to South America. Great. Dude, it's awesome. Honey, you'll never believe it. I went to Chick-fil-A today, and now I'm inspired to go to South America. <laughs> I met a guy named Ricardo. A different continent. And we're running away to Chile. That would have been a better story. <laughs> yeah, I'm running away with Ricardo. I'm running away though. with Ricardo. Ricardo. Babe, I'm sorry, that's not working out. I'm running away to Chile with Ricardo, who I met at Chick-fil-A. These waffle fries are great. Fancy a 20-hour flight? Mm-hmm. All right, so listen to this conversation. Hockey Dad won. This is Friday night. Hockey Dad won. Just got a house. Okay. Okay, Hockey Dad won. I received an envelope from my mail guy. It was empty. I said, that's for a tip, right? Has anybody gotten that yet? Hell no. I've never heard of that ever. An empty envelope. I usually get a postcard. I usually get a postcard from my and mail carrier. what does it say? Happy holidays. Okay. That makes sense. That's them just saying, hey, I'm wishing you a happy holiday. But also Here's in the back reminder. of my head, this is a reminder that you should take care of me. Yeah. So, Hagi had one. I got an empty envelope from my mail carrier. I go, that's for a tip. Hmm. He says, is that rude? Asking for a tip? Is it rude for the mail carrier? The empty envelope is really weird. Is it rude for the mail carrier to put an empty envelope into your mailbox? I don't necessarily know about rude, but I think so. It's weird. I think it's really weird, and I'm surprised that with uh, with a a federal 
job like that, that that could even be allowed. Hockey dad number two, who's next to me, says, if that's a hint for a tip, you could F the way off. All right. F all the way off. He's doing his job. Why would you tip him? Or her. Or her. Did he go out of his way to do his job and deliver the mail? Now I always tip the mail guy. Me too. And and this is this is the thing. That I'm, this is the first year for me where this is like, not a not a not a thing. But Steve has always been my mail guy. Steve literally has always been my mail guy. In the summer, I think Steve changed routes. Now it's somebody different almost every week. I do not have a set mail person because I look like I, I make mm-hmm. sure I'm like if I'm outside in the mail, <laughs> it's a different van. It's a what different do you, truck. Like, it's a, by the window. You should, no, 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 no. Start like, a routine. You should start a routine just for your own entertainment. And every single time you see him or her, just go, hey, hey, where's Steve? Yeah, where's Steve at? Just, just ask where's Steve. And like and and it's one of those things where am I going to put what I normally put in the mailbox for Steve for this person? Of course I am. But at the same time, I'm like. Man, like Steve would pull up, and like if I had a package or something, uh, you know, he'd knock on the door. I'd open up, hey, have a good one. He'd go, hey, you too, and then drive away. Now it's somebody random. Do I still do the same exact thing? Yeah, well, I guess. In this particular situation, Hockey Dad number two says I'd fill that envelope with a very nice Christmas card, wishing him and his family a wonderful holiday season and nothing else. Oh, or that's bad. Uh, or I'd leave him a blank envelope and see what happens. Like, leave him a blank envelope and see what happens. Like, oh, you're only going to be a jerk about no, it. Because I, I think it's one of these, for a new homeowner, I guess they don't know that this is something that happens. Yeah. You ask if somebody uh, goes above and beyond in that kind of job. I will say, our mail carrier is the, very often, is the sweetest uh, encounter in the entire day. She is the most lovely person ever, and she really does brighten your day. And, and a lot of times, she's the most pleasant uh, part of the day. As far as just like cheeriness and like, wow, that was nice and uplifting moment kind of thing. So, yes, that's above and beyond. She deserves something. Have we given her things in the past? I'm not really sure, but uh, now I'm thinking about Do it. Do you leave a tip for your male person? I'm, to be honest, I don't, I'm not I'm sure. I'm in charge of all tipping. I, I'm not sure. I, I know I do for trash and recycling. Trash recycling and the mail, I do. But I don't I don't remember if I've done the mail before. And if I haven't, man, I blew it. So I'm going to do that now. Well, those old postcards. Now, watch out for a little postcard in the mail. From mail carrier Steve mm-hmm. or whoever. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Love Steve. Uh-huh. And on the front, it's, that just, is your... it's got like a, it's got Santa sleigh, but on Santa sleigh, it's got yeah. the USPS logo on the side of it. I'm surprised that they're allowed to do that. That honestly, is with the, with the federal job like that. Your reminder. So that postcard, the envelope blows my mind. The postcard I get and I see all the time. It's literally from the post office. Like the post office makes them oh, okay, and okay. gives them to the. Postman to put in the mailbox to say happy holidays from your mail service. But some of them sign it and say, you know, you know, happy holidays. Great. Steve always put happy holidays. It is my pleasure to serve you. And I always laugh at that because I go, Steve, what are you doing when I'm sleeping, man? What do you got going on? I, I, I can see our our gal giving us a card and not expecting anything just because she's such a pleasant person. Are you sure? You're not sure about that. I think that card is a reminder like, hey, yeah, perhaps. don't forget about your, your mail carrier. For mm-hmm. some, yes. But I'm just saying, if you, if you, if you knew this gal and, and you got something from her, there's no way that she's but do giving, you re- giving to receive. You know her just by her delivering mail to you. That's, For the last couple years. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Three different people. Three different emails here. 
That's a heck of One a here. I'm a mail carrier in O'Fallon, and I believe that this is incredibly rude. Number two, I'm a mail carrier in the city, and we put postcards in, but the envelope is extremely rude. And number three, I deliver mail, an empty envelope. Are you effing kidding me? Okay, so this, wow. so this is giving mail carriers a bad name, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, in all reality, me putting a postcard in there as a mail carrier is me just saying, hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. But also, I know putting it in there, it's a, hey, remember? The envelope. It's ridiculous. The, I, look at me. Look at me. The envelope, though. Remember I walked that mail to the, but time the out, you that say time? You say it's ridiculous, but at the same time, if it's the envelope, the envelope is not even saying Happy Holidays. The envelope is saying, make sure you get me something. <laughs> Next time I come back, there better be something saying. in here. No, no, I'm saying, I right, thought you meant the postcard. Card is ridiculous. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying the envelope thing. That's absurd. That 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 is me going to a restaurant or something, and somebody not only having the tip jar but holding it in my face and jangling the change. You know what it is? It's the it's the waiter going, putting down the check and then holding his hand down, going, Mm-mm. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, uh, we're jingling the tip jar. Put his hand. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody says if you get a postcard that is from your carrier, not the post office, we order those postcards on our own. Apparently, I guess there's sites where people can get those that are like mail carrier specific. Mm-hmm. And somebody says I've been a mail carrier for three years. It is illegal to ask for a tip. Well, to ask for see, one, yes. That's what I thought. There's no but, way that's a, okay. acceptable. They ain't asking it's for a tip, to, man. They're just putting an envelope to, in the mailbox. It's not illegal to accept one. They're not asking for a tip. They're just putting an envelope in the mailbox. I well, think thanks for the are, envelope. That does cost me money. I'll I think use there that are parameters, point. though. And look this up. How much can a... Look up the whole shebang. Let's just do it. Let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> what are we doing? Let's tipping get it out of the, the way. Suggestions of... Tipping, like the, your your holiday tipping guide. Let's just do it and get it out of the way, because it's, it's that time. Pu- we should publish the Riz Show Holiday Tipping Guide. Ooh, yeah. Holiday Tipping Checklist. In our That's language. exactly what we holiday want, right? Chick- yeah, Holiday Tipping Checklist. Okay, so I, 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 will, I will say something, and you tell me if you want to know how much we just... Building and, superintendent. Okay, uh, I'll tell you how much I think... And this has this has suggestions. Yes. Oh yeah. It, and it's and it's a range. It's not like it's like hundred bucks. It's like from this to this. So this is this is the building 2022. superintendent. Yep. Uh, so is this a maintenance guy? I would assume. Yeah. Uh, depending on how responsive and helpful your super has been. Okay, superintendent. Uh, this is the guy that would you'd call. So if you have a uh, an apartment, you live in an apartment. If you have a uh, clogged toilet or yeah. if something's broken. Uh, yeah. How many? And this depends on how many toilets you're clogging each year. Yeah, that's a good point. Hundred bucks. That says twenty to a hundred. Hundred dollars. Depending on, just don't get ahead of yourself. Depending on, on what kind of tenement. On, you on live guy in. number one, your landscaper <laughs> slash gardener. Higher, you gotta go higher. Uh, okay, so what 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 would I put for building super? Because a hundred dollars, Riz, we don't. I ain't got what you Let's got. Let's say brother. fifty. Fifty. I would say twenty to hundred. Okay, twenty to twenty-five. This says twenty to hundred. Depends on the building you live in, right? Yeah, it depends on the building you live in. I'm if you live saying. on one of those near Forest Park, there, those high rises, it's probably hundred. Then you're bucks. going hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, and if you live in my apartments in the Magnolia Arms we're in Tower Grove, no, we're talking about here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went on. Let's say you live uh, those apartments on at one Cardinal Way. Yeah, you're tipping your super hundred bucks. Yeah. Because if you're spending $2,200 a month on your two-bedroom okay. apartment. All right, I see where we're going here. Just never, never, never been over there, you know what I'm saying? Again, le- okay. 2200 <laughs> Rock yeah. and roll and radio don't pay like you think it does. 2200 Landscaper okay. slash gardener. So this is your, your uh, uh, guy, guy that cuts the grass. Lawn. 50 bucks. It says 20 to 50 bucks. Okay. 20 to $50. Uh, pool cleaners. Uh, for me, it'd be N-A. Go, Moon. Um, I tip... 
Mm, <laughs> see, and I, I don't do it, obviously, in the winter because I don't see him in the winter. But at the end of the summer when he closes, uh, I think I think we give him an extra 100 bucks. It says you're supposed to tip them one cleaning. One cleaning. Well, yeah, okay. That's, uh, okay. That's, I'm, I'm good. Uh, trash and recycling collectors. 25 bucks. 10 to 30 bucks for each private service. Okay, so for and recycling says, and for... So that says for each private service, but it does say check your local municipality for regulations as some may not allow tipping. So okay, it says but, the average tip for trash and recycling is 20 bucks. Okay, so the same company gets my trash and gets my recycling. So then I would yeah, do 20 diff- bucks. Those are different trucks. Okay, then I would say So I would do bucks. for each. You would yes. say, you I've would done put, for each. Yeah, yeah. 20 for yeah. each. You put 20 for each. Because those are different those, those are different trucks, different guys. Okay, so. I, th- I think. Are I you thought. saying this for sure? I don't know. Hell no. I'm never there. Now that I say it, it sounds yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Daycare staff. What? One visit. 35 no. to $70 for oh, each have, staff member who works with your child. You don't oh, I guess. thought that was for real. No. Oh, yeah, it says 35 to 70 bucks. I was going to say Scott, you sounded surprised. Bucks. Yeah, it is. I mean, now we have to. Tip or teachers and everybody. Dude, I get, Ooh, I get, I get, I get oh, every kid. You, you just made an enemy out of every teacher in the area. Well, I mean, they're every doing teacher a job. hates you. It's a, it's you oh my god! No, you just said they're the doing their the job. It's like like getting together and give like a Panera gift card. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's one thing. They're basically doing the most important job in your life. They're educating your children and they're doing it for bare minimum uh, 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 All right. lifestyle. All right. I mean, this is. Okay. One, oh, no. We can calm down. Go on. One red delicious on. apple. <laughs> yeah, that works. Go, I mean, come on. It's no, a, I remember for, for elementary school, not for high school or middle school. Right. They say small. It literally says the word, your small children. Okay. So usually elementary school. I think it goes or, up to. You know, or preschool. I would say eighth grade. I think it goes up to eighth grade. Damn. And then that's over. And and by eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eh, okay. Fifth grade. That's seven teachers. Elementary. Fifth grade. Elementary. I get, I get what you're saying. I say fifth grade because once you're in junior yeah, high, junior sense. high is supposed to train you for high school. Yeah, the parents got together. I was like, hey, you want to give Miss Smith, uh, you know, a Starbucks, you know, fifty dollars Starbucks gift card? See, and this says See, that makes be- a little more sense. But the the daycare is interesting because you might have, uh, you know, two or three people helping out. See, and That's this says said. That's why it says thirty five to seventy for each staff member yeah. who works with your child. And you know who works with your and, kid. And 100%. that's totally reasonable. And you'll... Hey, thanks for taking care of our little Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Um, they say places like dry cleaners, etc., where things are a team effort. So, like, your trash man, this is like a place where, like, there is a team that takes care of you. Okay? And you're somewhere you visit regularly. Well, if you go to dry cleaners, that's... This says box of donuts. A place like that, you, when you drop off your dry cleaning during the holidays, you'd mm-hmm. also bring a box of donuts. Yeah. And you go, hey, if guys, thanks regular? for everything. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, that seems reasonable. They say, or, or they like say if you're a regular. Is, yep. it, is it reasonable to give your elementary school kid's teacher a bottle of booze? I believe that is not okay. Okay. As long as it's open. Yeah. <laughs> hey, back to that daycare thing, just to kind of put it in perspective, dude. Like, a lot of those a lot of those staff, maybe not the, like the, the, um, the principal or the... The main teacher. A lot of the staff are doing it for like 10 bucks an hour or whatever it is now. 15 bucks an hour. 15, 20 bucks an hour. I know, hour. which is, I don't know. I'm just saying that it's kind of odd that we're, are they expecting as the question that I have? Uh, Would you expect it or is it a nice not. thing, think, a nice I think, gesture? I think around this time of year, I think it's expected. Wow. Interesting. I think it is. I definitely think it's expected. All right. Uh, hey, you know, listen, if you don't know how much a tip, you know, air on the side of caution, here's a bottle of rum chata. 
<laughs> okay, so here's Moon. You could put this on the on the okay, as far yeah, as the I got, guide. I got, I got the list. This is this is the buy a gift for, not money, not tip. This is a buy a gift for these professions. Okay, uh, your assistant, buy a gift for. Him. Okay, your boss, buy a gift. Uh, it says here. Okay, so. Breaking it down a little bit more. If you're going to buy a gift for a teacher, it says do not spend more than $25. $25 and a small handmade gift from your kid. Yeah. Yeah, you can throw that in the garbage. Um, no, wants, no teacher wants a handmade gift from your kid. <laughs> here we that go. That goes right in the trash. You know you know that. <laughs> here we go. You know that. We are now. Hang on. Small gift from the kid. So now you got 30 kids giving you small gifts. Come on. We got enough stuff in this house. <laughs> That's so good. That goes right in the garbage. You say that, but man, you aren't in the mindset of a kindergarten teacher. Oh, I'm in the mindset teacher. of a real human being. Uh, well, I look at like my my Which is son's very different than a kindergarten. Right, teacher. my son's kindergarten teacher. Kindergarten I think, teachers are like exceptionally different human beings. Dude, my son, you have to be. my son, day two of of kindergarten made, in all reality, a piece of paper that had a black squiggle on it. Okay, and said, I want to give this to my teacher. And I said, okay, man. He put it in his book bag. He gave it to the teacher. In October, when we had the parent-teacher conferences, it's on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're a different breed, man. That's awesome. Dude, in the garbage. The, the, the two that. people, the, the, the two professions as far as teaching or any sort of uh, uh, instructional kind of thing, the exceptions to everything are middle school teachers and kindergarten teachers. They're some of the most strange, they're literally transition. You are in charge of the transition of these children's biggest moments of their life so far. They, that is an exceptional person. It takes a completely unique personality to be able to handle either of those things. But let's be honest. If every kid is giving the teacher a handmade gift oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're doing this for 15 I, years. I'm just saying, man. Come like, on, like man. A lifelong you ain't great, saving that stuff. A lifelong great kindergarten teacher, you said, we're speaking to normal people. These are not normal people. They are the exceptions right, to the rule. They are Dude. extraordinary people. Dude. That's what I mean. Listen to this. Somebody just emailed in and said, yes, booze for teachers. Middle school and high school teachers get a scratch-offs. It's $1 or $2. We appreciate everything. We usually get nothing. I'm not sending my kid to school with a bottle of booze for you. <laughs> and I don't know how else I'm getting it to you. Hey, You know what I mean? Hey, Mr. Smith, did you get that rum? Come, what do you mean? Did I here comes, here comes my kindergartner with a bottle of vodka going, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get any rum, but that last, those last couple of days of class, the class was really sleepy. Hey, Riz, we got to the... Uh, or where, how about this? You know, now they're selling Tito's with the Christmas sweaters on. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see those in the store? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bottle of Tito's with I a Christmas like sweater on it. Yeah. Come on, just give it to your teacher. <laughs> uh, we're, fi we're officially at the USPS policy here, okay? While nothing is expected, if you have a friendly relationship with a person, then a small gift or a gift card in the $20 range is a nice gesture. Per United States Postal Service policy, gifts more valuable than $50 per calendar year are prohibited, as is giving cash or gift cards that can be used as cash. Man, I tell you what, Scott is not alone. People are, Brian and Neil, favorite day of the year, Riz Show Holiday Tip Guy, tip $1,000 to people for doing their jobs. And the next one, why are we tipping people for doing their everyday job? Okay, then that's fine. Then whatever industry that you work on, I hope you never get tipped, ever. <laughs> because these people during the holiday season. What do you mean by these people? If I, Ooh. employees, if I have, and then somebody else <laughs> sent an email and go, you guys always talk about tipping during the holidays, but what about us AC guys? And uh, da, da, da. When they come to my house in June, they get tipped. When yeah, the appliance give, guy comes to fix my fridge, I he gets tipped. Because everyday jobs, fine. But guess what? When you come over and you do something and you do it well and you do it quickly, I'm going to make listen, sure that you get a little extra. Listen, Scrooges, it's okay to be a little generous this time of year. It's okay. You don't have to be. Nobody's telling you what to do. Right. Yeah. Again, this is all 
guides. So you it's got Tony mandatory. all worked up. So no, you I'm got fine. Tony all no, worked I'm good. up. I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> you would think a lot Tony, of people. Mr. Christmas is worked up. You, you would think most people on our side, and I'll say your guys' side, because you're like totally there. I'm like 90% there. Uh, but you would think like we came from like service industry stuff or we're in service industry stuff, and we're not. I've never been, I've never done the job and been tipped for it. N- never. I never have either. Have you, Tony? Yeah, I work in the entertainment industry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As far yeah, as yeah, First off, so, so it makes sense for you to like. So you never your band has never played somewhere as like a, a cover band, you know, the, the dirt bags, and you've gotten paid cash afterwards, like you get a hundred dollar extra tip. You guys killed it. Absolutely, Here's an extra hundred bucks. I've ne- no, no, quite the opposite. In fact, maybe I've only to, been robbed. to be a little better. Kill it. Uh, I have a Valwat end of my last name, so I tip everybody anyway. We so tip like nice. a sound guy or a light guy or something like that. We do the tipping. I have never been tipped. I've never, I've, no one's ever been like, wow, that was so great. We're going to give you more money than we agreed upon previously. That's never happened in my that, industry. Ever. That happened to me Saturday. That's different. I DJed though. a lovely wedding. But that's a wedding. Like, I mean, that's, that's a different thing. They're tipping everybody. They're tipping photographer. That's an expected thing. In fact, would it not be bad for them not to tip you? Would it not be noted Remember After weddings, Riz usually asks me, and he really enjoys the times where he goes. I talk about the wedding, and I go, "Yeah, blah blah blah, blah. it was a great time." Da, da, da. He'll he'll wait till the end of the story, and then he'll go, "They tip you." I'm always curious. He's always curious because because that's that's a part of that whole scene, the the wedding. I think what would help our culture out is yes, it's great to give and and uh, and tip and all that kind of stuff. But why don't we build it into? Everything. Like you with Tony f- doing the weddings, he could add in, like, okay, I want that extra hey, $50 tip. Jerks, I'm going to charge him okay 50 ahead of time. to be generous this time he, of year. He wants to go full Japan. In, yeah, in, and that's in, in Japan, makes if you, sense, if you like, tip at a bar or something like that, and... it's actually seen as an insult because you're you're uh, assuming... It's, it's, like a, it's like a respect thing where, listen, the bartender did as good a job as, as possible and whatever, and he's getting what is deserved. You tipping is almost... You demanding more later? But so for me in the wedding industry, and if we do the standardized tip or whatever, so all of a sudden uh, Joe Schmo, who's a real crappy wedding DJ who does a terrible job, and me are getting tipped the same. No, no, right, let's move on. Let's move your on. Charge. Next one. Um, oh, but by the way, FedEx discourages giving tips or cash, and UPS does not have an official policy. So here are you could give a tip or you can give a gift to. This well, is this category. Wait, I have buy a gift for assistant boss. What what else was there? Uh, it says here assistant boss. Uh, and then letter carrier, package courier. Okay. Oh, and then the final one is a nanny. A tip equal to one or two weeks' pay. Yay! Oh, the nanny is a. Is but that's somebody that's with your that's, kid every yeah, single day. Family, if you got right? a nanny, you're okay. All right. Here's either or. Here's buy a tip or, or give a tip or buy a gift for babysitter. Cash or gift equal to one or two nights' pay. Yep. Okay. Housekeeper up to one week's pay and or a gift. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dog walker one week's pay. Uh huh. Pet groomer a tip. Or gift in the ballpark of one session. One visit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hairstylist, the cost of a visit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or a gift equivalent. And your personal trainer, up to one session's fee or a modest gift. Uh-huh. That's their list. Okay. Are we missing anybody? No, I'm, I'm out of... Uh, Red-headed co-workers? Yeah. <laughs> that should be on there. <laughs> a handshake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff emailed in and said, uh, how much am I supposed to tip you guys? You guys all entertain me five days a week. Much love. Hey, and Merry your Christmas. listenership is tip enough. No, a thousand bucks each. That's, that's what yeah. this guide says. I'll take your listenership. Yeah, my, my Venmo's on our uh, website, so just. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I've worked in retail my entire adult life, and I've never gotten a tip, ever. We deal with a lot and never get tipped for anything. Most companies have anti-tipping policies. 
When I worked at the shoe store in the mall, hell on earth during oh, Christmas time, yeah. you get nothing. Ah, it just sounds like jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luxury is pretty cool because you're not allowed to get gifts or tips or anything like that, but you could go have dinners or something like that, and, uh, you know, the patrons would bless people with a very expensive meal. It was pretty amazing. Like go have but I lunch. never got that. But it's like the salespeople they always got crazy good. Hey, like here's twenty bucks. Go have lunch. Okay, thank you. And that's fine. And somebody says they agree with this, but they don't agree with the terminology. Tips stands for to ensure proper service. He says don't call it tips. These are holiday gifts. Fine, it's a holiday gift then. Somebody says, I'll leave a piece of gooey butter cake in my mailbox each year. Well, see, okay. No, no, <laughs> that's, that's going nice. in the garbage. No, no, no. That, that, that's a, funny that you said that. On a plate? That's funny that you said that, Riz, because uh, there's two different emails here going, I don't need your money. I don't want anything. I'll take a thing of Christmas cookies. That's perfect for me. And then the other person says, I like homemade treats from some of my clients. They, that really shows that they care, and it's not illegal for me to accept it. Huh, okay. Is it a You're a lot ballsier than me. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I... I uh, How about, what if I just put, you know those cookies that we got from Worldwide Technology Raceway? The ones that are a little individually, individually wrapped? Uh, individually I'll wrapped. I'll put three yeah, of those fine. in there. You take those. That's Have fine. a great day. Tip if you want. Don't tip. It's up to you. Nobody's forcing you. That is something I have drastically changed. They're not going to stop delivering your mail if you don't tip. Okay? But, on the off chance that something needs to be walked up to your door, maybe it's not going to get to the door next time. Or if you don't tip your guy garbage people, when you put that little extra item next to the garbage can, maybe it's not going to get taken. Yeah. When 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 I put that cash or that gift card or whatever I'm giving the mail person, you know, I put that in the mailbox, in my head I'm going, hey, the next time that a package comes that quote unquote needs my signature because you have to be over 18 to get it or whatever the hell it is, and he just puts it on the front porch... Thanks, man. And he's going to think about, oh, this guy tipped me. If Otherwise, see you later. Goodbye. Yeah. Hmm. Just saying. The hey. UPS guy is going to put the package underneath the chair and instead thought, of just on the front porch. I thought about the, the, the difference between when you were saying the rock band thing and, and the wedding DJ mm-hmm. is when you're doing a, a wedding, nobody else is making money. When I'm playing a show, it's because there's a business going on. So a bar is trying to make money or somebody's trying to make money or, you know what I'm saying, or whoever has hired me is trying to make money. Yeah. So that that's the big difference there. Also, part of the wedding industry, it's all... It's all, yeah, it's all service and tip. It's all tip-based. Okay, here's a great one. But you know what I'm saying. But, like it's, it's okay, cool. I do want to move on quickly. I know, before we move on, but here's a great one, and this is, I think, people are really curious about this one. When it comes to DoorDash and Grubhub and things like that. Now, I'm, I was tipping, wondering. I'm tipping every time, hmm. but during the holidays, do you move that $7 to $9? Yeah, maybe. And and uh, yeah. and is does that work with like the same route or the same kind of people doing the same sort of area? I don't know, man. No, that, that, I, I think, think that's a real great. That's hey, a real great oh, it area. Is. Oh, okay. It, it, it's different people. Yeah, but uh, but they're still driving around in December, it, late December. The whole thing is, hey, it's the Christmas season. Be a little more generous if you can. That's it. Yeah. Not because you have the same the best. Grubhub driver or DoorDash driver or Uber Eats driver. It's the time to be a little more generous if you have the means to. Man, we had another one of those experiences where we went into a restaurant, just the son and I. And we ordered, and about, I'd say nine orders went out before we got ours. Because of? Pickups. Pickups? Yeah. And that's on the restaurant. Some of these restaurants need to prioritize a little better. But they are prioritizing. They're prioritizing where the money is. And the money is not inside any longer. So, I mean, now it's on us. Well, if you ask a restaurant, 
they're not they're getting ripped off anytime you order DoorDash sure. or Grubhub or Uber Eats. But they're still making more that way because of volume. My son I actually so. goes, we should have just DoorDashed it and picked it up ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you have that option. Ooh, I wonder if I signed up to be a driver and I only did it when I got my own dinner, would I get paid Loop twice? Hole. You know, now there is an option where on DoorDash you could say pick up. Yeah, pick up is an option. Pick up is an option. Well, like you what? pick it up yourself. Yeah. On DoorDash, you can do delivery or pickup. And pickup is they literally, you basically are your own dasher. So why would DoorDash get a cut of me going to pick up food <laughs> it's, from a, from it's, a this, Because this instead, of, instead of you talking to a human being, you don't need to. This is what it's for. Oh, wow. my goodness. So let's say I order from a Thai restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this happened. We were going to order Thai food. We were somewhere. And uh, we're going to DoorDash at home. And I was like, we're right here. So on the app was pick up. I go, why would I pick it up when I could just call them myself and the bag, it'll be ready. The same thing. Right. Wow. Here's here's where it, lost the plot. Here's where it comes in handy for me. And this is when I have used it before. There is a very delicious Chinese restaurant right down the street, one exit away from me. Okay. They are also notorious for being very long when you deliver. It, like when you place an order, I'm going to get this in 45 minutes. If I go to DoorDash and I do pickup, it's ready in 10 minutes. And Why I just can't you get just it. call them? Because the easiest way for me to do that is to go boop, boop, boop. I already have the order saved. Order. Done. Click two buttons. Click, click. Hmm. Done. Yes. That's 100% what it is. There's no other reason besides the fact that it's convenient and I'm lazy. Well, well that's your quote, okay. Chris. Yeah, you are paying for the convenience, but I think if you ask the restaurant, they'd prefer you calling so they don't got to cut DoorDash in. Of yeah. course they do. But again, I'm paying for the convenience. For me. This is convenient for me. All I have to do is open up one app, click one button, click previous order, click checkout, but in all and honesty, then I go get it. In all honesty, it's you not talking to a human. That's it. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the convenience. Whenever I order Chinese food, it's pretty straightforward. They're like, hello, you know, they say their thing, and you're like, yeah, I like to order food. Okay, what do you want? And you say, the number six. And they're like, okay. And then you're done. And that's it. And you're like, oh, that was quick. That's a lot quicker than loading up stuff and logging well, in. Well, again, it's buttons. a human. Some people don't want human interaction. Yeah, that's true. In Tony's case, no human interaction, just boop, 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 and go pick it up. That's it. And it's <laughs> wild, though. And there's some places that don't do carryouts that you could do pickup. Sure. Like, I can't call Steak and Shake and put in a, a carryout order. I can't uh, call what McDonald's Chinese? and put a carryout order. Chinese places, the what Chinese, Chinese food, food places, place doesn't do carryout. They do, they all do. But I'm saying, like, there's some places that do not, and you could do that via DoorDash. All right, here's yeah. a question for you guys. This is on uh, just a different note here. We finally, uh, <laughs> I know it's uh, December 5th, but uh, yesterday was the day we finally took took away all the Halloween decorations. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, nice. It, there, wasn't, there wasn't like, there wasn't like spiders and skulls and stuff. They were still like, it was still like fall Thanksgiving type of stuff. You have yeah, yeah. your autumn decorations got put Autumn away. decorations, yeah. okay. They went up for Halloween, and then, you know, once you take the spiders and the you know the uh, the ghosts and stuff mm -hmm. out of the front yard. It becomes your autumn stuff because it's the autumn colors. You know yeah. your your browns, your oranges. At the begin, at the end of September, okay, the end of September, all the fall and Halloween decorations go up. On November first, all the Halloween decorations go away. After Thanksgiving, all the autumn. But decorations the fall stuff, the fall stuff stays right. You, for our house, it's what wreath is on the front door. Yep. 
Yeah. We got that. So we had the autumn wreath up, and then yesterday that came down, and we put up the one that looks like a snowflake. Nice. So here we are. But now we had all these pumpkins that were on the front front stoop, which had not melted. And you know the pumpkins I'm talking about, the ones that are out there way too long, and they melt. Mm-hmm. You know, that is grouse. You Sad. need to dispose of that with a shovel. Sad pumpkin. You can't, you can't <laughs> pick it up anymore because when you try to pick it up by the stem, Ugh. the whole thing just comes off. So I have woods behind my house. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to throw a pumpkin, an old pumpkin that was on your front stoop, into the woods? Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. Moon, is it? Say again. Is it okay to take your old pumpkins and just toss them in the woods? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, I, I got a feeling you're going to yell at me same as me throwing the apples out the window. Because my wife and I took the pumpkins. We had like five of them. The pumpkins and gourds. Yeah, you're feeding the squirrels. And just yeah. chucked them into the woods. But and somebody deer eat them. Don't remember. I, don't, I mean, don't forget. Remember uh, the, the apples that um, that I was throwing out the window because I was like, oh, it's an apple core. It's, you know, organic, blah, 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 blah. And you guys were like, these are not indigenous right. apples. And, and you made I a, didn't yell point. at you. Somebody else did. Yeah, and it was a great point because I hadn't thought of that. And I have not thrown an apple core out the window that I can think of since then. Is this the same principle? Or so, what, Now, the pumpkin was grown right down the road. I felt like, hey, we're feeding the wildlife. Like, I'm going to chuck these into the woods. It should be cool. So we walked them down to the edge of the woods and chucked them into the woods. Yeah. I went home, sat on the couch, and I went, hmm, let me Google this. Mistake. Oh, they say you're a jerk? It says, what's a, it says do not chuck pumpkins into the woods. Why? Which, which makes sense. It should Look be in the landfill. It, the headline was, it destroys wildlife. And how? Huh? That's what how? they eat. It grows in the field and they'll eat it. Literally pops. I go. I think Can I throw a pump? And it yeah. says in the woods. <laughs> That's some, written by somebody who's never uh, lived in the country or anything that grows food. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't live in the country. Yeah, but I'm saying if you grow food, you understand animals devour what like grows on at, your vine. If I'm at the farm, no problem. Yeah, they eat it like crazy. Up. I live in a subdivision in Wildwood. <laughs> you know, I don't. Well, what's the difference? Well, you got deer. You got all kinds of stuff over there. Probably I don't want to attract and... things that should not be in the subdivision. Oh, yeah. Those, those pumpkin-eating bears, those bastards. You never know. Yeah, that's true, man. Well, <laughs> just wait till this next story, and you know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, maybe I don't. Yeah, you do. This says here. <laughs> I'm not thinking of it. This says here. Oh, my goodness. It says, please do not throw your pumpkins into the woods. As some animals, it may do more harm than good. This is what I read. While most animals enjoy eating the pumpkin and its remains, including seeds and the flesh, of all things, this is what they put. Some hedgehogs may get ill. What? Well, well I'm, I'm looking if, for a hedgehog somebody, in the woods. If I ain't looking out for the hedgehogs, who is? It says, compost it yourself at home. Or take a local, take it to a local garden or farm. But yeah, the good thing is those uh, critters that get sick from eating it, they'll never go into your compost and eat it there. Never. Are They're he- only going to eat it if you put it outside the compost in the yard. Are hedgehogs so around stupid. here? I don't know. All Ron I know Jeremy. All I know is that I hear I hear these stories like also Riz is known saying, as the hedgehog. I hear these things like Riz is saying, and he looks these up, and then he goes, "Well, they tell me I'm not supposed to do it." And that's why I go, "Yep, that's why it goes in the garbage." Then I'm done with it. I'm not doing anything. I'm going in the garbage. But isn't that worse? I mean, it, when you close that up into a See, bag. See, we already it, had a full garbage. Yeah, but I mean, like, like I hear all these things and, like, all these rules and all these stuff. It's like, you're not allowed to throw that in there because it's going to make hedgehogs sick. I'm okay, ig- fine. Everything's I'm going in the garbage. I'm ignorant to it. 
I'm, I'm here. A, I'm here to fill the pill uh, to feed the pill bugs. I'm trying to get more roly polies in the area. Yeah. So I chucked a couple pumpkins into the woods. Yeah. It's it's a it's good. It's not a bad thing. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Scott's wearing flannel, so he knows. Yeah. I don't know. And, <laughs> and, and a hedgehog Scott's wearing a flannel gonna, shirt. He knows. And the hedgehogs, all these crit, critter, critters, they'll still get into the landfills. They'll eat anything if they're dummies. But what if in the post dispatch in a week it goes hedgehog, hedgehog <laughs> population in Wildwood decimated, eradicated? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Causing ripple effect that will affect our children's lives yeah. forever. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I went, after we trucked the pumpkins into the woods, I went, damn it. Should I go back out and get the pumpkins? No. no. You just go, Bip, I won't do that next year. So I walked to the edge of the, and I, I hurled these things. It's not like they were at the end. I mean, I. Like Olympic world record well, and I was shot with, put. And I was with my wife, and you know, I like to show off. Mm-hmm. So it was, look how far I could throw this. And you took a shirt off while you did it? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it was cold out. What? Look how far I could toss this. So as I was throwing the pumpkins in the woods along the the edge of of the trees, uh, my wife goes, hey, look, there's a cat. There is a little orange cat. A kitten? Just staring at us. I don't know if it was a kitten. It was, a, it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't, you could tell it wasn't like a baby. It was a small, it was a small cat. Okay. Was he grumpy or... No, it was just staring at us. I go, don't move. The orange ones are the smart ones. Don't move. Now, I'd, I'd, I think my dogs had been barking at something over the past couple of days. And my kid said, the do- there's a cat out there. Mm-hmm. And it was in the neighbor's yard. And I go, oh, well, I wonder if somebody in the neighborhood got a cat and whatever. And this cat is now at the edge of our tree line. I'm waiting for a pumpkin. <laughs> so I go, I go, don't move. Don't move. So I'm like, oh, cat. And then the cat starts stalking us, like walking up towards us. Like, oh, my God, don't move. It's going to scratch the crap out of us. And next thing you know, it's like rubbing. It walked up to my legs and started rubbing Sweet. itself oh, on the legs. Oh, and, so man, nice. if I had my phone on me, I was going to take a picture of it, and I was going to post it and send it to you guys. Oh, and make us think you got and make a cat. And make you guys think I got a cat. Well, it sounds like you did. This is incredible. Yeah. Congratulations. I had an interaction with a cat as well this weekend. At the wedding reception I was at, there was a it was on a on a farm and there was a farm cat and this cat took to me, jumped into my truck as I was loading my truck up. Jumped into my truck mm. and I grabbed it and I gave it a little like get out of here and the cat followed me for over an hour. And I was like, "Oh my god." Well, and, and now you have a cat interaction? We need to get a show. So cat. it was like rubbing up against my legs. <gasps> Damn it. Love that. So I get away from me, cat. So I, I start walking away, and this thing follows me up to my house and went into my garage. You know, shoo, shoo, get out of You know, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I would have liked to have, have screwed with you guys. Hilarious. <laughs> but cat, I, didn't have, I didn't have my phone on me. Cats are the coolest. Mm-hmm. That's I felt so bad. Cool you got a new pet. Feel bad about what? I don't know what to do. Is it somebody's cat? Sure. But, you know, cat's doing what cat wants to do. Yeah, so. he travels and it's all good. Is it not? I mean, is it an outdoor cat? I don't know. Does this cat go home at night? What do you do when you find a cat? You just pet it. I mean, Goodbye. It's, pet yeah, it cats and have a it. huge. Yeah, you want some water? You oh. Just... oh, no, 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 no. Even my wife goes, should we put milk out or something? No. No, not no. milk. We don't want this thing here. You should yeah. look at the cat, like the normal cat, how much they walk in a day and, and they're, 
you know, they prowl around. So I mean, he's he's fine. Yeah, he's, he's gonna. He knows exactly where he's headed. Are you sure? Because I was, I yeah. was like, oh man, it's he's, like a cool he's looking cat. He's your woods of mice, man. Yeah, that's. If he's he looks, doing his job. if he looks comfortable and he's just kind of striding over, he's totally. Yeah, comfortable. it didn't. Look, he's it where didn't he wants to be. It didn't look dirty. Nah, he's fine. Well, cats. He's probably some dirty. neighbors and. I don't know. I don't know cats. They got Velcro tongues to make sure they're not dirty. That's their. That's their thing. Mm-hmm. But no, he's he's fine, man. I mean, in, unless it, did he have a, any sort of collar or anything? No. Yeah, most of them no don't. No collar. I, I'm going to say if he didn't look gaunt, he's where he wants it to be. It didn't look gaunt. I know it had been outside for a couple of days. Or maybe that was, it went home at night and then came back out. We had an outdoor cat. Uh, and I say outdoor as it, when he would stand by the door, we let him outside. He just did his thing, whatever. We lived on a big road, too, but he never got hit or nothing. And then about, ooh, I'm going to say seven, eight years into this cat's life, um, old lady down the road hit him with a, uh, a broom. And he bit her. So he became the killer cat of Crestwood <laughs> and was followed home by animal control. And they said, hey, if your cat's ever seen outside, we're going to destroy it. Wow. So we had to turn our outdoor cat into an indoor, indoor cat. I, and I'm that, sure did not like that does not go well. No, we couldn't. I, I'm allergic to cats. My wife is. Uh, I think uh, my new dog is. That My new dog would probably eat the cat, honestly. Because once we let the dogs out, the dogs, you know, run to the fence yard, they saw the cat and just, and the cat wound up taking off. Well, everything worked out just fine. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Unless you see a pile of orange fur in your backyard, everything, don't don't be concerned yeah, with the cat. Yeah, He's yeah. fine. Well, and, and I bring up just a random cat coming out of the woods because this is a parent's worst nightmare. And we watched this video this morning. Mm-hmm. So a two-year-old toddler was attacked by a coyote and dragged by her feet. And this was in broad daylight, and the whole attack was captured by the family's ring doorbell. This is wild. It is nuts. So in the video footage, the little kid is knocked off her feet while the coyote tries to drag her away by her legs. And the dad rushes over after hearing the kid, like, screaming. He scoops her up. He he starts yelling at the coyote. I guess that's, you got to do what you got to do. So the dad says, uh, after I I heard her screaming and crying, and I thought she fell down. I said the coyote was there. Uh, They live, I guess it's in Los Angeles. They've lived there for three years and frequently spot coyotes and other wildlife in the community. But usually those animals are afraid of people. They, they will not approach people. Like the little girl's going to be fine. But they had to treat her with a rabies shot. And that, yeah. She's uh, she's still too frightened to, to go outside according to her parents. But listen to this. It's wild. <laughs> Now, if you hear at the end there, that's just a mom screaming for no reason. And she continues to scream for 45 for, seconds for after that. ungodly amounts of and time. I watched like the video. the situation is over and she's still screaming. Yeah, I watched the video and I turn around and I go, guys, if we're ever in an emergency and one of you guys just, stops, just starts screaming and not helping, not doing anything, I'm going to scream at you to stop screaming because you're not doing anything to help. The screaming yeah. makes it worse. You know why the kid's afraid to go outside? Yeah. Because this is the scariest moment of all time. Not because it was bitten by something, but because mom made it seem like is the in, world was ending. Is in hysterics. <laughs> yeah. You are not helping. 
Dad runs, scoops up the kid. Throws a rock at it. Mom stands there screaming. <laughs> now, this could be a, a, you know, I'm not saying it's a man-woman thing. I mean, no, I've seen I'm sure there the are situations way. where uh, the mom would run and be the hero, and the dad is standing there. Ah! <laughs> well, yeah, there's the raccoon video that's been circling. Uh, We're going to get to that in a second. Oh, sorry. There's the raccoon video, which. Yeah, the screaming drives me crazy. Yeah. That is hilarious. You are not helping. <laughs> and you remember that does give the kid more fear than anything. Because they're like, oh, I'm yeah, supposed to be afraid be now. calm. Yeah, when, when you hear your parent going into hysterics over something, your brain goes, oh, my God, this is much worse than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is pretty bad. Like when a coyote runs out of the woods and grabs you and starts dragging you off, yes, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. a pretty I, traumatic I, I get thing. It, but what yeah. does the kid know how, how to evaluate a scenario other than looking to the parents? And when one of the parents is frozen in fear and screaming hysterically, it's a it's a rough thing for a kid's mind to, to take in. When it initially happens, the screaming, totally justified. I get that. But then when the situation is diffused or as much as it can be, take a breath, and now it's time to collect yourself and show this child like hey we got to remain calm. everything's okay everything's good but no the dad is like shooing away and this woman is just screaming <laughs> Sc like she is currently being electrocuted screaming okay yeah yeah all right honey. it's okay <laughs> got it <laughs> and what's funny is you know the coyote or dogs or anything like that the more excited you get sometimes it causes them to get more excited and more aggressive so the dad did the right thing where he Stayed calm. The kids should hopefully look at that and be like, oh, that's what you do. Well, you don't get crazy because it makes yeah, I, I Listen, I wouldn't know how to deal with a coyote dragging my kid off. And maybe I would yell and scream. I would also try to scoop up the kid. But then, oh, man, crisis averted. <laughs> Everybody's okay here. Now, aggressive raccoon. This happened on Friday in Connecticut. A home surveillance camera filmed a raccoon latching onto the leg of a five-year-old. And this little girl is on the front porch. And it will not let go until the girl's mom comes out and grabs it by the neck. So we got mom hero here. Listen to this. Yeah. It's a rabbit raccoon. She had already diagnosed it. It has rabies. <laughs> she did a spectacular job. Though. Spectacular. You gotta, you gotta watch the awesome. video. She grabs it by the, the 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 scruff, you know, the back of the head, back of the neck, picks it up, and instead of just immediately reacting, she's looking around like, "Ooh, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? <laughs> what do I, I do?" It. Hey, yeah. and, then, and it's almost like a neighbor sees her, and then she's like, you know, showing the neighbor like, "I got this thing. What do I do with it?" And then she just. Like, you know, not not shot puts it, but almost like discus throws Yeah, like, yeah. whoa! <laughs> like a like a toss in a grenade. Yeah, launches it off the deck. <laughs> and I love, whenever the thing lands and it starts to walk off, it's like, well, I'm really confused. What just happened to me? Yeah, I mean, as an animal, it probably thought, well, I'm dead because this thing's got my neck. And then it just <laughs> threw me. Oh, I'm okay. Yeah, just like a grenade toss. All right, we're done here. Good for her though. I mean, she. Yeah, and, she I mean, immediately job. as soon as she comes out and sees it, she's like, "Boom! I got you!" <laughs> Just rips it right yeah. off. That's uh, you don't want to mess with uh, with my cub, says mm -hmm. Mama Bear. Yep. So the raccoon is still on the loose, has not been captured, but by its behavior, they say it probably was rabid. So the mom and the girl scratched up. They 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 got rabies shots too. Yeah, but usually these animals are scared of people. Yeah, well, raccoons are, that's, they're different. Raccoons are different. They're almost getting domesticated. 
City City Raccoons. Uh, there was a, a a show we played in Canada in Toronto. I forget what the venue is, but it's downtown, man, full downtown. You come out of the dressing room and it's like in the back alley where there's a dumpster. And I'm, dude, there is a family of the largest raccoons you've ever seen just in there, and you can see them jumping around. And, and if they notice you noticing them, they look at you for a while. And they go, what are you going to do about it? They, 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 they kind of <laughs> dare you. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't put it past when I'm putting a paw up and doing the, the whole, you know, Van Damme thing. Come yeah, towards let's me. go. And then if you stay, stare at them long enough, they will just slowly start edging towards you. I think Jeff used to have some run-ins with raccoons outside of his house. Uh, he had one in his trash can that when he opened it up, it jumped out. And yeah. he <laughs> almost said that he vowed to murder every raccoon on the face Man, of the planet. loves that. animals. They're smart. They're, they're, they're super clever. They're problem solvers. They'll, they'll see a problem and go, oh, I can fix this, and they'll like, work on it. Not complex algebra. Perhaps. I don't know. If given enough time. If given a pencil. <laughs> they, uh, no, they, they'll, they'll like, show up multiple nights in a row to try to, like, unlock a box or do something yeah, like yeah. that. My wife uh, lived in Kirkwood, and in Kirkwood, you cannot have um, trash cans. Like, you have to, it's like you put your trash bags out on the on the curb. It's ra- That's Raccoon City. Well, where my brother lives, you got to put bungee cords over the uh, over the trash cans. To keep the raccoons Yeah. Out? Yeah. You got to put bungee cords over them. Mm-hmm. Or else the raccoons will get into your trash. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I remember one time I got yelled at by my dad because I left their garage open uh, after I picked up my kids and I went home. I didn't punch in the code and do it. And uh, I got a text from my dad, like, super angry the next morning going, there was a damn raccoon in the garage. And I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like, my bad. But they, as soon as they it find. It was trying to steal the car. You ever if have, they find any shelter or any cover or anything, they'll go. You ever have there. one of your kids leave, leave open the garage overnight? Oh yeah, uh, and and, the, and obviously as as the one who leaves first in the morning, and this happens is very rare. You threw the bike in the woods. It's very rare, <laughs> very rare, and you go, oh man, I left the garage door open. What is living in here? Oh, something yeah. is probably living in here now. Yeah, one bird, one snake, two raccoons. I, I'm thinking all the snakes. <laughs> Every snake from that forest came and is now living. Probably gonna bite me in the butt when I go in my car. That's right. So I got a new car. <laughs> Had the old smart. one towed away. Very smart. All right, before we uh, before we move on to the teamers, remember the day, man. What a, what a week this is going to be. Am I right? It's a busy one. So tomorrow we have uh, the uh, Toast to Jeff concert over at the Paddy. Time out, Liz. Falling in reverse, ho ho show tonight. At the pageant. That has nothing to do with me. Well, it has something to do with me. Well, I'm 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 sure you're gonna have a great time. I'm talking about me. Okay. Let's go through Riz's week. Well, yeah. Hey, my week's your week, buddy. So tomorrow, Toast to Jeff, Riz Show and Friends over at the pageant. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Cavo and Modern Day Zero and Greek Fire and The Urge and Blue October. Plus, uh, a lot of our friends will be there, a lot of Jeff's friends. Mm-hmm. Going to be a magical evening. Tickets are still available. So get those while you can. It's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. That's tomorrow night. And then uh, Friday, a punk rock Christmas. Looking forward to that, too. It's going to be so fun. I think the whole family is going to come to that one. All right. Nice. Yeah. I said it's important. It's important you guys come. <laughs> good. It's going to be a good time. It'll be fun. And that's sold out. Mm-hmm. So uh, from what you're telling me, lots of surprises on, on Friday night. It's just going to be a good old-fashioned punk rock Christmas party. Absolute party. 
and it's a costume contest, and you can win prizes. Mm -hmm. First 100 people in, I know it's sold out, but the first 100 people in get a door prize that will also be a part of uh, part of the show. Mm -hmm. Little jingle bells. I think I'm, I'm, I think anybody going to roll by the Christmas party tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, Tomorrow's the, Christmas, yeah. the company Christmas party. I can't, I mean. Maybe. What time's load in for you guys? Uh, Pretty early, and I'd like to be there, and there's a lot of setup to do, and. I think yeah, I'm going to just, I think, Opposite what, is, what time does our Christmas party start? Noon? 12.30. 12.30. I think I just, I'm going to leave here. I'm just going to swing by. I'm going to leave here normal holidays. time. I'm going to go there. I'm going to say, hey, how you guys doing? And I'll probably be leaving by 1 o'clock. There's one other thing you have to do while you're there. You have to say, moon says hi. <laughs> yeah, I think a 15, 20-minute, hey, how you doing? It's on my way home, which is great. I can make it on my way home. Like, I can go a different direction. Yeah. And that, and, and I, literally, I think, Riz, we need to, as a Riz show, we need to stay strong and say we are going to make an appearance there. We are going to say oh, hello, no, and then we're rolling. Itself. Okay. Man, you are just, the holiday season is just overflowing, Riz, right now. I love it. Doesn't care about it. Well, I, I mean, it. to be honest with you, I say holiday season, 365 cares about himself, and that's pretty much it, right? <gasps> I mean, that's, that's what he just said. See, that's know, literally man. what he just said, Moon. Oh, I don't know. I think uh, I you ain't like getting that. anything I've for never, Christmas. I feel so like he cares stop about Stop sucking me. up. <laughs> 30 minutes, Max. 30 Max. minutes? You said hello to 30 minutes? That's a, that's a big gap. Now I'm... Well, it depends on what time the big boss is getting there. I was going to say, I'm going to be there until the big boss gets there. and then All you got to do is just go, hey, and then once he sees you, it's, uh, see ya. That's really it. Do you have a cardboard cut out of yourself? I'll bring it. Mm, oh, yes. <laughs> it's, it's blocking the window over there. Yes, we do. <laughs> I'll bring, Scott, do you have any plans to, to swing by? I need an RSVP. I forgot about that. I didn't part. do that either. Okay, yeah. I'll I don't plan by. on eating anything, so it's fine. Okay. I guess, uh, yeah, I mean... Did anybody want to show up, I, I have did. to show up. You did? Yeah. Oh. Interesting, I, I huh? didn't know he had to. <laughs> Why? You were the one that told me about the thing, and I literally on the air said, oh, we got an RSVP for this, and then I did. If you didn't, that's your fault for not caring. I'm not going to eat anything. There's not enough Swedish meatballs to go around. <laughs> uh, we didn't account for the Riz Show being here. We're, yeah. Mm, not enough Swedish meatballs to go around. All the cocktail okay. weenies ran out early. Uh -huh. I wonder why, who show. didn't RSVP. <laughs> I'm just We're about four cocktail weenies short. I'm just gonna <laughs> let some of the just let someone know I'm going so I can get food. <laughs> the food was great last year, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't eat anything. I usually don't eat at these things. You didn't eat anything? No, I, I, no, no, I got, I got nachos did. at the beginning, and that was it. Like, and they put out some... chips and cheese at the beginning, and I ate that. And then by the time the food was there and the line was there, I went, I'm not By the time I said I'm hungry, everything was away. Well, you uh, stayed for a long time last year then. I think we all did. They only, the food is only out for like 45 minutes, an hour. And then it's, huh. sorry. I don't like to stand around eating. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, you kind of, you're talking with you know, like you're talking with the boss and stuff. Well, you stuff in your face. Have you heard of anyone? It's weird. Have you heard of anyone that loves that? Oh man, you know what I'd love to do this week? <laughs> it's just stand and eat while talking. <laughs> <laughs> stand, eat, and speak. Yeah, and all then, yeah, I'm simultaneously. Like, all, all I'm watching is food in your mouth, and and talking. Gross. I'll stop by. And then <laughs> down to the pageant. I'll stop by. I'll spread my holiday cheer, and then and then be out. Oh man! 
It's gonna be a, a it's gonna be a candy canes and tinsel as I leave. It'll be fun. It'll be a great time. It'll be fun. You know, perhaps I just blow off a load in and sound check in, and I come as well. Sure. Sure. I mean, God, it's so funny to me because, like, in all reality, we every year this comes about and we go, we're going for an hour, guys. We we're going to pop in. We're going to go for an hour. We legit have a legit out. We have year, an event. And we're like, but we're going to go still. <laughs> Stressing out. We man. have an event. I think it's important to go to these things. I do. do. I mean, I, I, I do. I enjoy these things. I'm I'm the one guy on the outside that like enjoys going. I don't to these hate things. you know. I, when I go to these things, I usually have a good time. Yeah, right. Oh, I do too. I, I do think too. we all do. I I enjoy them for sure. I bitch until I go, and then I'm like, I'm here already. Let's. Well, we'll enjoy ourselves. La- the last time you and I were on the swings, because I came over, you were swinging like a sad sack over there, waiting for everybody. Well, we were there first. Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> That was the, the the company picnic. Yeah. It made for a funny video. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I, th- I think these things are important. I don't know. I think it's noted when people don't show up. We note it. <laughs> yeah, but we uh, are very observant of that. I don't know if it's something that everybody else notes. Well, it's because we're the nerds standing in the corner. We got nothing better to do than count who's here. Uh-huh. Every every time the very, didn't show up, huh? That's what I was gonna say. Every time every during time. the ne- during the next day, we sit there in the office before the show starts on whatever day after the holiday party. And we go, hey, you know who didn't show up? Uh, who? Billy wasn't there. And we go, boy, oh, you're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say him. I wonder if he's trying to make a statement. <laughs> then we go, yeah, Billy's on the air now. We go, I would have made time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would have made time. It's important. Fastlane guys, I don't think, ever come. They were there one time when they broadcasted live from the site. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, they are on the air, though. I get it. It was a sporting event. Where were we? Top golf. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's the one where somebody gave me an, an unwanted back scratch. Oh, yes. Remember that? Well, of course. Never forget. I sure Somebody do. who I didn't know just came up and just started scratching my back. Never forgot. It's been brought up every quarter. <laughs> Usually in the sales meetings. I get it. Every quarter I since then. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, teamers, remember the day is brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville from Washington, Missouri. Donovan Gandy is yeah. Teamers member of the day, Donovan has been a loyal point listener since 2007. Donovan says that he is constantly spreading the wisdom of Riz to anyone and everyone. Thank you. Loves a match of the moon. Tony and his dad's bickering. And anytime the guys have to eat something gross or spicy, those are uh, Donovan's favorite moments. He likes me and my dad's bickering. My dad texted me during all of this and said, how do you tip your trash man? Where do you put it? I said, in an envelope taped to the trash can. And his response was? Dumb. Dumb. Okay, thanks, Dad. (laughs) Good morning. Well, how would he do it? Doesn't. That's how he does it. Does not. Oh, okay. Uh, Donovan Gandy from Washington is our Teamers. Remember the day? Get super sweet Teamers. Remember the day? Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Teamers. It's time to eat like a king. That's why you need to head over to Heavy Smoke Barbecue and eat like a king. That's right. You got to try my sandwich, the King Scott sandwich. And it's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's sliced brisket, pulled pork, queso, white sauce, and smoky applesauce served 
on a pretzel bun. Chris over there at Heavy Smoke has outdone himself. He's made this sandwich absolutely delicious. It's a masterpiece. you got to give it a try. And in fact, a ton of you have. That's the reason it's on the menu now, and it's staying on the menu permanently thanks to all you. Again, thank you for going to Heavy Smoke. They're the only two-time world barbecue champions in St. Louis, so it's absolutely incredible to be a part of this and to have something uh, named over there with the best barbecue in the entire world right here in our backyard. It's very awesome. So go visit the amazing folks over at Heavy Smoke Barbecue, or you can order online at heavysmokebbq.com and check them out for catering as well. They have an incredible caterer. They will come up with a custom plan just for you. So go to HeavySmokeBBQ.com or head over to Heavy Smoke Barbecue. That's HeavySmokeBBQ.com. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. Hey, this is Matt Eisman, host of American Ninja Warrior, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show, and I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Sex time fun facts coming up. Sex toy of the week, which is a holiday-themed sex toy of the week. It is. Okay. As it should be. Also, we'll play uh, three and five. You have a chance to win tickets for tomorrow night's Toast to Jeff over the pageant. Featuring Glow October and, uh, and uh, Greek Fire, The Urge, Modern Day Zero, Cavo. So you're saying falling in reverses tonight? Correct. I'm not, I know we're playing one or two of their songs. Mm-hmm. So is that one of those bands where if their computers were stolen, they wouldn't be able to play? Probably. I think, But at the same time, and Moon couldn't. Either correct me here or stay out of it if you'd like. I think that's 90% of bands, man. That are touring now, which is okay. None, none of mine. Because you go there to be entertained. None of mine either. We had, we had discussed this earlier, a couple yeah, weeks yeah. ago. Shows, shows I, I show. go, no, I don't I have an issue with it. I'm man. not saying anything yeah. wrong, yeah. but I'm just I'm asking the question. When I go when I go and I go to a movie theater to watch a Marvel movie, I know that's not real life. I know that that's computer <laughs> generated. I still have a great time. I'm I want to be entertained. I want you to have a good time tonight. Yeah, I'm thankful that all the bands I'm involved with uh, have none of that except for the 2SG. <laughs> but outside of that, like we're like that's legit, it. man. Yep. Guitar, drum, yeah, bass, that's it. We never like... Have tons of backtracking and everything. All right, before we move on to a crap on celebrities, how about just a little contest between us uh, us girls here? <laughs> Actually, I'll be the moderator. Just just you guys play. It's a four round contest. Like it's kind of like a uh, kind of like an around the horn thing, but okay. it's not. There are still right and wrong answers, and I'm the judge. So. Oh, great. Okay, round number one is called "Sing It," so you must sing your answer. Okay, Tony, sing a song from a commercial. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I, I was, I, I, I was <laughs> thinking more of a jingle. But okay, ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving All right, it. I'll give it. I'm gonna say pretty cheap there, Conehead. Why? On that first one. Because name the commercial. 
It's a car commercial. Name the commercial. It's a car commercial. Okay. I guess what car? Com- what car? I don't know. They walk out and there's a car there and she goes, for me? And he goes, no, for me. Not a great campaign. Minus one point for Tony. Ouch. Now Just that for being is- a jerk. For being not in the holiday spirit. As I sang a oh, holiday song. man. This game already and sucks and the judge is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me negative 100 points because I don't want to play. Did you see what he called Moon? you? Moon? I said this yes, game sir. is stupid Remember, and the judge is dumb. Sing it. Yes, sir. Any song sung in another language. Feliz Navidad. Pretty cheap Feliz there, Conan. Navidad. I mean, he did He did what I asked Feliz him to. Navidad. So did I, you jerk. So did I. Oh, Felicidad. man. Thank you, Moon. Gracias. Three points. De nada. King Scott, sing any TV theme song. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. I was wondering what he would sing. That nails it, I guess. Thank you. All right, three points Real for King good Scott. Television. Tony, finish this sentence with an H word. With an H word. Sometimes you're not in the mood, but your partner is? Horny. All right. Three points. Up to two. Nice. Moon, finish this yes, with an H word. Okay. An easy instrument to learn might be a? Horn. I mean, I'll give that to you. I'll give you. I'll give you two points for that. I was thinking. I was thinking harmonica, but that's horns fine. Thanks. Similar. <laughs> King Scott Stone at Moon. King Scott finished this with an H word, a funny nickname for somebody with a long face. <laughs> um, funny nickname for somebody with a long face. Uh, I'm looking for one. There's baby. one answer. Yeah, there's no other answer except What's- for one. Uh, a funny nickname for somebody with a long face, starting with an H. Oh, horse points. face. Horse yeah. face, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're you are losing, losing you're points. You're losing points that's, by the second. <laughs> okay, that's a two-pointer. What? Nothing. Go on. But go ahead. I don't want to say anything, Judge. Go ahead. Go I don't ahead. want anything, go ahead. Judge John Patrico. I don't want to say anything. Go ahead. We had, to, we had to feed him that answer. Well, I give no, a correct answer. Saying, this is an obvious one. Is there one answer? How's that feeding? And I get negative one. He needs some extra help sometimes. <laughs> okay, I'll take the negative one as long as you don't think that about me. I don't understand it. Correct. <laughs> it's five points for me. <laughs> the judge just took the lead in the game. I'm tied for the with, lead. With zero answers. I'm tied for the lead and minus one point for Tony for not paying attention. Wow, that's... Down to one point. <laughs> this game's so stupid. No. I Tony, hate this game. If your car won't start, it possibly would need this J word. <laughs> J- jump. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna Three go with the joke and go jazz, but <laughs> <laughs> I would have given you an extra point for comedy, but damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't get the rules. <laughs> yes, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> Moon, a common household item you can't find when you need it, starting with a T. TV remote. Oh, it's a great answer. I'm on fire. I'm going to give you four points for that. Dang. King Scott, kids wear these to school and they start with a B. Bandanas. (laughs) You better get him out of the building for that answer. My initial reaction was British Knights. (laughs) The correct answer is Backpack. backpack. Yes. Oh, you said it at the same time with the judge? <laughs> Two points. You probably didn't hear me. I said it at the same time, too. You just didn't hear me. 
Scott, I'm going to give you minus one point for that answer. <laughs> you guys didn't what? appreciate the 1985 did British Knights? Nice? No. I was going to give you three points, but I'm taking a point away, and I'm taking your two points. So oh. seven <laughs> points for me. Whoa. I had a right answer. That's all right. Uh, right now, going to the final round here, uh, Moon's got nine points. Uh, the judge, me, has seven points. <laughs> Tony, six points, and King Scott has uh, got four. I hope the judge can make a comeback and win. <laughs> Tony, double, I'm sorry, double A, C, D, and triple A are all kinds of? One more time, say it again. Double A, C, D, and triple A are all kinds of? Oh, batteries. Yes. It's a four-point answer. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, Moon, I'm going to say some initials, and you tell me what they all have in common. Okay. BYU, OSU, ASU, UC, UC uh, I'm sorry. Colleges. Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> wow. Not BYU, OSU, USC, UCLA. Universities. It's a 15-point answer. Yes. Wow. Feeling good. Yeah. Thank you, sir. 24 points. I appreciate you, sir. Scott, hockey, skiing, sledding, snowboarding are all? Winter sports. Whoa, look at this guy. I know my winter sports. That's a two-point answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So congratulations to Moon. You uh, yeah, baby. win the competition. Thank you. Final score, 24 for Moon, <laughs> 10 for Tony. Uh, the judge gets seven points. The King Scott, uh, <laughs> six points. <laughs> I had zero wrong answers. That's amazing. <laughs> you I'll said bandanas. Bandana was a terrible answer. <laughs> Kids wear them and they get in trouble. All right, today is uh, December the 5th. Back in the day, 231 years ago in 1791, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart died under mysterious circumstances at the age of 35. They're saying it may have been a kidney infection. 114 years ago in 1908, the University of Pittsburgh becomes the first school to put numbers on football jerseys. 89 years ago, 1933, Prohibition ends at 5.32 p.m. as Utah becomes the 36th state to ratify the 21st Amendment, the one that repealed that ridiculous 18th Amendment that had outlawed all booze for nearly 14 years. <laughs> They're like, fine, but we're going to make our beer dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and super expensive, right? It's something like that. It's like you can't have a beer over 3.5%, but yeah. then you can, but a bartender can't serve it in this circumstance, and like the whole thing is so weird. Uh, 54 years ago today, 1968, USC student O.J. Simpson wins the Heisman Trophy. I wonder what ever happened to him. Mm -hmm. uh, 44 years ago, 1978, free agent Pete Rose signs a four-year deal worth $32 million with the Phillies. He becomes the highest-paid baseball player. I wonder what ever happened to him. <laughs> All right, 39 years ago, this is a landmark thing in video games. 1983, NFL football, that's what the game is called, NFL football, becomes the first NFL licensed video game that hits arcades. Does anybody know this game? No. It's called NFL football. It was terrible. Terrible. So this game had graphics that resembled the Nintendo graphics of almost a decade later. And it's because there was plenty of room for nice graphics because you didn't actually play football in the game. It was more like you coached it. So you would choose an offensive or defensive play. The 8-bit teams would run out onto the field, and then the game would cut to actual footage. Like, I think there was a laser disc inside the game. What? And it would show you a Raiders-Chargers play with your quote-unquote result. 
And the game had three years worth of Raiders Chargers highlights inside, spliced up to handle any scenario you chose. Wow, cool. Oh, so you're, you're, look at this. You're paying, you're paying to watch replays? So you, yeah, exactly. You weren't playing football, you were picking plays, then watching highlights. So there it is, Riz. I got it up on the screen. So there it is, and then you run the play, and then this is the play. And it would go to a video of... of either them catching it or missing it. There's an incomplete right. pass. Wow. You know, you'd be really good at that game if you knew that game. So, so <laughs> The Raiders Chargers I think game. it was selected by random, right? <laughs> so, like, you would pick... It was either short run, long pass, short pass... QB sneak, and, and it then would, it would randomly it would randomly select that the play. outcome of the play based on whatever plays happened in the real ma- in the real no, game. Yeah, but it I'm had saying, three, no, it had three years worth of footage. Yeah. Oh, oh I see, okay, I see. Okay. All spliced together of just those two teams. It though? was old highlights of mundane NFL plays. Yeah, and wow. the game wasn't anything close to a hit. It cost fifty cents to play for two minutes, and once the novelty wore off. Everyone saw it for what it was, caca. But the game itself was not important. What was important was that the NFL had unlocked the door to video games. And that led to your Maddens, your Tech Mobiles, all that, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, even that your, was your NHLs and things like that, that too. Like, this, this was, was the first, first ever sports-licensed wow. game. Uh, 38 years ago, 1984, Beverly Hills Cop was released. Uh, 22 years ago in the year 2000, the Old Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack was released. 21 years ago in 2001, Ocean's Eleven, starring Brad Pitt and George Clooney premieres. And 14 years ago in 2008, O.J. Simpson. Remember him? We talked about him uh-huh, a couple yeah, minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember, I, I was like, what happened to this guy? I forgot. Uh, 11 years ago, t- I'm sorry, 14 years ago today, O.J. sentenced to 33 years in prison after being convicted of armed robbery and kidnapping. In sports, that's known as a makeup call. He was granted for... <laughs> 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 he was granted parole and released in October of 2017. What? Nothing. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Uh, you're, it's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best flush the rest, 6600-0188. As you've probably heard, Elon Musk has suspended Kanye West from Twitter after he posted a picture of a Star of David merged with a swastika. And then Musk got just absolutely dragged by Jack White, not for banning Kanye, but for his very mixed, muddled kind of eh, free speech policy. Well, yeah, Elon Musk is like, well, this is now a free speech platform. Well, then... <laughs> Free speech is free speech. Then you right. post a swastika. Yeah, Jack said, so, quote, how is this free speech thing working out? Oh, I see. So you have to choose who gets free speech and who doesn't. He then says, it's nice to watch in real time as you learn that all things need to be regulated, whether that be guns, drugs, alcohol, assembly, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Elon Musk seems like the judge in that last game we played. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yep. I don't yep. know what judge you're talking about, but. I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, again, Kanye is is is... Losing his mind. Did you see what he posted on Instagram too? No. He posted a rant on Instagram that was just absolutely like insane, and it followed it up with Kanye 2024. Like, all right, all right, man, all right. Uh, another person, and and we're hearing this more and more throughout Hollywood. And Riz, I think the very first time I ever heard this was from you. Another person thinks that James Corden sucks. Is just trash. And I remember. That's always the rumor I heard. You, was like, when, he I, just, when I heard you say that, I was like, what? He seems like the nicest guy on the planet. And you're like, no, man, I think people scenes, say he's not man, great. I, I know somebody that works over for CBS, and they're like, man, this guy's just a, it's not a nice person. Well, Mel B, a.k.a. Scary Spice, she actually was asked to name the biggest 
uh, D-head celebrity that she's ever met. Mm-hmm. And she listed four people. Jesse J, Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice. Herself. <laughs> and James Gordon. Why Ginger? She said, I love her to bits, but she's really effing annoying. <laughs> As for Corden, she said, I think you always have to be nice to the people that you work with, whether it be in production, camera, sound, lighting. We all work for the same thing, so she'd always be nice, and he hasn't really been that nice. <laughs> that was the only real answer she gave, to be honest with you. Wow. So, And she gave, like, she, she showed receipts, as they say. Uh, it seems crazy now, but there was a time when celebs were really, like, shunned and looked down on for trying to help people with AIDS. Do you remember this at all? Well, back in the 80s. Right. Sharon Stone Well, the, says, the big deal was, I remember when uh, Princess Diana, when she shook hands or hugged yeah, somebody did. with AIDS, and it was a huge deal mm-hmm. that a princess hugged somebody with AIDS. I mean, that's it. That was the stigma back then. Sharon Stone says back in 1995 when she started to become an advocate, uh, her career took a massive hit. She what said, year, 95? 95. 95 huh? She said, I stayed for 25 years until we had AIDS remedies being advertised on TVs like we have aspirin. It destroyed my career. I didn't work for eight years. I was told if I said the word condom again that all funding would be removed. I was threatened repeatedly, my life was threatened, and I decided I had to stick with it. I would love to know. She she doesn't really spe- like provide specifics as Zero. to who... Was it the movie studios? Was it agents? Was it who was it? Directors? None of, yeah, none of it. I'd love oh. to know. When you're so vague like that, you go, yeah, yeah. I was almost canceled. I, I, I'd love to, like, if you don't want this to happen again. Right. Name names. Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, if I said the name Bob McGrath to you, would that mean anything? Bob McGrath. Is that Jeremy McGrath, the motocross guy's dad? Uh, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray's dad. No, mm. incorrect. Bob McGrath, a true OG. Riz, hit it for me. Okay, this this guy. This fella right here. I'll start off. All right, I'll start off. Well, now, oh, who Street. are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. That is Bob McGrath, a true OG of Sesame Street. He unfortunately died yesterday at the age of 90 years old. There's no word on the cause of death. We're probably going to say because he's 90 years old. Uh, Bob was a Sesame Street cast member from day one, which was November 10th, 1969. And he was on the show until 2016. Dang. Nailed it, man. Nailed it. He sang in the the 7th Army Symphony Orchestra for two years while he was in the service. He was also very popular in Japan where he released folk albums. Unfortunately, not here. He sang those songs on that folk album in Japanese. Huh. And he was, I mean, he killing it. But the people in your neighborhood was probably yeah, what yeah, most know, people it, recognize him for. If like, you watched uh, Sesame Street, you know, you know who Bob yep. is. Uh, have, has anybody Bob. has anybody seen that Disney animated movie, uh, Strange World? That's in theaters right now. It's about to go to Disney Plus. No. Not doing great. Not. It's like one of the first Disney movies that's kind of flopping in a while here. Yeah. It had a budget of 180 million, and it's Oops. only made 42 million in two weekends. That's not good. Not great. But that's not the first time an animated movie from Disney has flopped. I have the top ten here. Uh, and, it, had, and to be honest with you, it's very surprising. I had heard that anybody seen Fantasia? Which one? The original, like the original Fantasia. Yeah, was yeah. a flop. 
That's number five on this list in 1940. The budget was $2.2 million and it only grossed $1.4. Now, I say which one because Fantasia 2000 in 1999, that was budgeted $85 million and it only grossed $90 million, so it only made $5 mm. million. Bucks. And they could set out at a flop? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I hate that kind of flop where you still make five mil. Ugh. Hey, yuck, right? Yeah. The, the problem is that it was projected to make a ton of money. I know. I love how that works in business. So number nine on this list, Bambi from 1942, budgeted 858000 and it grossed $2.9 million, but they say it should have done way more than huh, that. That's a flop. They consider that a flop. Um, let's see here. Sword in the Stone, budget $3 million, only grossed 1.7 profit. So even this though is, these movies made some money, yep. it's considered a Disney flop. And you're, you're about to see the turn here. Uh, Alice in Wonderland from 1951, budget was $3 million, 2.4 gross. Wow. Sleeping Beauty from 59, budget was $6 million, only made 5.3. Wow, these are classic movies. Number four, Pinocchio from 1940. Budget 2.6, grossed 1.4. Oh, You're just oh. talking about theater, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. sure in, in yeah, this is box VHS office. sales. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Po- Pocahontas was, was a disaster. No, not according to the, not on this list. Uh, the Rescuers Down Under from 1990. Budget 37.9, only made thir- uh, 27.9. That movie is spectacular. What, who was, which was that one? This is the one where they're down under. And there's uh, the who guy the rescuers? With, with Joanna. What do you mean the rescuers? Yeah. you never seen the rescuers? Dude, awesome. Bianca. I know and... the rescue rangers. No, 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 no. This is, this, these, are, these are different uh, rodents. It's awesome. The, 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 there's, there, there's an albatross. I forgot the albatross. Here name, but Joanna is the uh, iguana that's after him. So that's Bianca in the hat. Over oh, I never there. saw it. Dude. Rescuers Down Under is like super underrated and nobody really knows it. It's it's a wonderful movie. It's about a kid that like is kind of like lost out in the outback. Hmm. And the rescuers help rescue him. I'm not going to uh, give away the ending. Gotcha. <laughs> but they may have earned their money. So the rescuers Dan Ender. Yes. Yeah, that was number three on this. Yeah. Number two, The Black Cauldron from 85, budget $44 million, and it grossed 21 Number one on this list is Treasure Planet from 2002, and that budget was $140 million, and that brought in 109 Is that the one with Michael J. Fox? I have no Treasure idea. Treasure Planet with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Martin Short. Oh, I'm even thinking something else. Emma Thompson. What's the Michael J. Fox? Is that Atlantis? I don't know, but didn't make this list. I did go to the movies this weekend. I went yesterday. And saw? A Violent Night. And? It was amazing. Okay. It was. Uh, Letter grade, please. Uh, I will give it. Okay. As amazing is. Amazing is. I shouldn't have used the word amazing. It was very good for what I knew it was. And that's why I want to hear the letter grade. B plus. Oh, wow. That's solid. I was entertained. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. Yeah. A violent Christmas music. Uh, music. Christmas movie. You know what I think they should be doing? And, and I know we've talked about this before. I, the, the pricing. It should be, it's, you know, like, hey, Metallica costs more than, uh, you know, whoever. Whatever you said that the show was tonight. Falling in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Violent Night should be a $6 movie. Oh, okay. Well, it's an eight dollar movie, as opposed to Avatar, which will uh, be yeah, or, twenty bucks. Or, or, yeah, or Top Gun yeah. with all the hype and all the all that kind of crap. Like, oh, you want to see that? It's fourteen bucks, right? I mean, wouldn't that be reasonable? Do they do that depending on what time you want to see the movie? Yeah, like yeah, matinee afternoons. prices are different. What? Oh, well, the, yeah, like the discount matinee things. But I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm saying that that's a time thing. I'm saying the movies should have like a shouldn't they? Or why, why is this bad? Uh, I haven't really thought about it. So, like, the pricing thing that they have for Ticketmaster now, you're saying do the same for I'm just movies? saying, w- wouldn't they Wouldn't they sell, wouldn't more movies be seen in theaters 
if I was like kind of interested in Violent Night, but I don't want to spend fifteen dollars on it. Yeah, me and the boy went. Uh, but if you tell me seven dollars and hey. I'm and I'm and I got those hours, well, heck, why not? They do that, but it's not based on the movie. It's based on the theater. Like you can go to a real crappy movie theater that looks like it's falling down and it's got a decent screen and on it. Four bucks, and for you can pay you can pay eight dollars to go see a movie. But if you want to go yeah. see it in the mega screen well, superplex, okay. okay, that too. But like, I mean, uh, again, with this kind of movie, like this is not a movie I would ever want to see. Hey, the, the movie did okay though, thirteen point three million. It still right. didn't knock off Black Panther, it, but it did okay. It was campy. It it had its little funny, you know, one liners, you know. Uh, as action movies would, mm-hmm. and it was it was it was all right. You know, yeah. it was good for a Sunday afternoon, three o'clock movie. Yeah, you get out of church, you go watch Violent yep. Night. It was a Violent spin. Night, yeah. <laughs> and David Harbour is a good is a good Santa Claus. And is yeah. that a remake of anything, or is that no? I don't think an so. Old film? So David Harbour plays uh, Santa Claus. He's from Stranger Things. Uh, John Leguizamo is the bad guy. Oh no way! Oh my god! And the 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 whole premise is. John Leguizamo and his gang rob or try to rob a very rich woman and her family during on Christmas Eve. The very rich woman is Beverly D'Angelo, who is Ellen Griswold from, yes. from, oh, yeah. from the vacation movies. Unrecognizable. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw Un- a picture of her lately. It ha- I had to look up. I'm like, is that? And in the middle of the movie, I looked up. I'm like, oh, my God, it is. She's yeah, had I so think, much work done to her face. Yeah, I saw I saw a picture and it doesn't moon. This is her. Oh wow. Huh. Well, it's not bad work. Yeah, I thought she does look different and worked on, but not bad at all. I go, is that it sounds like it is. Yep. Am I wrong? There was a there was a moment. How, how was, old she was, she? On, was she on uh, Entourage? Yeah, she, she was on when she was on Entourage. She was getting bad work done. Because you remember she was getting like fill it like her cheeks looked almost circular. I don't know if that's good work or bad work. Not yeah. for me. I, I mean, know. she's like my mother's age, right? Yeah. How old is? Let's see. Uh, I mean, she's probably mid seventies, early seventies. Uh, seventy one. Okay, seventy one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, Nick Cannon needs to slow down. He landed himself in the hospital over the weekend. Official diagnosis, overworked penis. Wow. Oh, I'm kidding. He's got pneumonia. He gets uh, some vitamin E for that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got pneumonia. After a wild and out concert in uh, Madison Square Garden, he posted an Instagram photo from the hospital bed. He wrote, okay, so I guess I'm not Superman. Don't trip, though. I don't need well wishes or prayers, just some solid rest and some fluids. I'll be back. I got pneumonia. Nothing I can't handle. So Nick Cannon's going to be A-OK. Okay, good. Last week, I talked about bands that split up in 2022. There were also bands that got back together. And here are some of the highlights there. Tom DeLonge returning to Blink-182, probably the biggest rock story of 2022. Also, uh, Phil and Rex put together a newer version of Pantera with some help. Uh, oh, they played, you say they played their first show this weekend. No, how was it? I mean, how are the reviews? Uh, they played in Mexico City. They played 15 songs. I mean, they have some stuff online. Yeah. Uh, sounded good. Cool. Uh, Lacey Sturm, the original 
singer for Flyleaf, is not back with the band. Uh, Cold Chamber reunited and will perform at the Sick New World Festival in Vegas next year. And I know everybody was curious about this. Everybody on the edge of their seat, the band Taproot got back together. So, All right. thank God. All right. Uh, th- we're getting some info about uh, uh, the guy from Migos that was murdered. Takeoff. We're getting some uh, info there. Uh, Houston authorities have arrested two people uh, suspected of the murder of Takeoff. 33-year-old Patrick Clark was charged with murder. Uh, Cameron Joshua was charged with unlawful carrying of a weapon. The Houston police uh, gave a statement, and uh, here is what they had to say. The event was a private party. There was a lucrative dice game that went on at the event. There was an argument that happened afterwards outside the bowling alley, which led to the shooting. I can tell you that Takeoff was not involved in playing in the dice game. He was not involved in the argument that happened outside. He was not armed. He was an innocent bystander. Whoa. That sucks. Bummer, right? Real big bummer. Uh, That happened November 1st outside of uh, 10 billiards and bowling. We keep seeing all these festivals that are happening, like the When We Were Young Festival. The What was the one I just talked we about? We got the one Sick, coming here in August. Sick New World Festival, Festival. The Evolution Festival coming here. This is actually kind of cool. It is a one-of-a-kind hip-hop experience to honor the genre's 50th anniversary. This is being put on by LL Cool J. He is starting the Rock the Bells cruise that hits the water on the Norwegian Pearl that will go from the Miami to Bahamas, and it happens November 13th to 17th in 2023. Right now, the artist scheduled to perform LL Cool J, Trina, and Trick Daddy. Full lineup is going to be released slowly leading up to it. The cruise includes parties with Kid Capri, DJ Battles, rap karaoke, interactive graffiti, podcasts, roller skating, open mic nights, movie screenings, art galleries, tattoo, basketballs, and Bun B's Trill Meals Food Court. It's a fun boat. It's well, you had yeah. me an open mic. There's everything. There's something for everyone, and it appears to be kid-friendly as well because they do say that your little hip-hop fans will have something to do. So. Well, Rock the Bells is a, uh, doesn't he? He does a festival every year. Yeah, now he's taking it to the waters. So, nice. pretty awesome. Uh, Tis the season for Morgan Wallen surprises, guys. Last Friday, he surprise dropped a new album and announced a world tour called One Thing at a Time, and uh, or I'm sorry, One Night at a Time, and it will kick off with some dates down under in March. The North American uh, portion of the tour starts April 15th. It will be at Bush Stadium on July 7th. So there's that. Morgan Wallen fans, huzzah. 2022, a big year for music and music videos. What do you think the number one music video on YouTube was? And this includes the official music video, the lyric video, and the user-generated content that uses uses the full official song. Uh, something Some Taylor Harry Swift Styles. Thing. Nope. Some Taylor Swift. Nope. Weekend. Nope. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. You guys are way far off. Post it's not. Bunny. It is not. Bad Bunny was number four. Um, is it something country? Nope. Mark. Metallica. Nope. This is uh, something from a film. Mm. Something from a film. Ooh. Top Gun? Nope. Something from a film. Wow. Would we know? Would we know this film? Yep. Was I don't Marvel? know. Was it I'd, a Marvel thing? Nope. I think you. I don't think Scott has seen it. There's no. There's no real reason for Scott to see it. Moon, I believe you've seen it. Kids, oh, kids movie, it, and I've seen it. Uh, I've this this movie was on my screen this summer. Moana, nonstop. No, uh, Encanto, Encanto. 
Oh, yeah. Bruno. Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. No, no. Yep. So, Wait, did that you is say Moana? Moana? That was like 2015. <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, that's how I got to yeah, yeah. Encanto. Yeah. yeah that, that's when The Rock was in his 20s. One. All right. So, yeah, real quick, I want to run through that. this list here, and this will be the last thing that I've got. Uh, these are actors who tried out for certain roles but did not get the part. And I always find this super interesting. So, Henry Cavill, he auditioned for James Bond but lost to Daniel Craig. And I could see that. It would have been good. Yeah. Uh, Britney Spears went out for the role in Allie in the Notebook, but Rachel McAdams got it. Mm. That completely changes that movie. Matt Damon. <laughs> he auditioned for the uh, role of Robin, but Chris O'Donnell got it. Uh, Claire Danes Much was in to the-, the chagrin of Chris O'Donnell. Uh-huh. Claire Danes was in the running for Rose in Titanic, but that, got, that went to Kate Winslet. Gabrielle Union auditioned for the role of Trinity in The Matrix. Glenn Howerton. He's from Always Sunny. Yeah. He auditioned for Star-Lord, but Chris Pratt got it. Oh. Glenn Howerton was second in that. Wow. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. She auditioned for the show Gossip Girl, but Blake Lively got that role instead. Hugh Grant could have been in the Harry Potter universe, but scheduling conflicts interfered. And Kenneth, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Brano. Got it. Yep. Joe Jonas originally auditioned for Spider-Man, but he lost the role to Andrew Garfield. Hmm. But I could totally see that. John Krasinski. Uh, Wait, Krasinski. Which, which, which Jonas? Joe. He was oh, in Jumanji. Yeah, get out of here. No, Nick, Nick Jonas is the talent there. I mean, they're all talented. Ooh. Is Nick Jonas the one in Jumanji or was that Joe? Joe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, what? that was Joe. Are you sure? Ah, uh, Nick Joe and I always get to Nick uh, is the one that did Broadway with uh, Les Mis and some other stuff. That, that kid is, I mean, I'm not saying anything about the other two, but Nick is like, that kid I'm is almost positive it was Joe all in Jumanji. Ah, uh, but I don't know. Maybe it was Nick. You talking Nick about the Jonas. hot one? Yeah, Nick that, Jonas Nick. was in Jumanji. Okay, so Nick was the in The one Jumanji. with the pecs? <laughs> uh, John Krasinski famously auditioned for Captain America, but Chris Evans got that. Uh, Chris Pine auditioned for the OC, but Ben McKenzie got uh, that, that part. And I love this one. Uh, Selma Hayek was another contestant for the role of Trinity, but the reason she didn't get it is because she did not like to run. Mm. <laughs> thought that was hilarious. It. Wow. Uh, full list if you want to see more. There's a couple more on here that I didn't uh, get to. Up on the blog right now, 1057thepoint.com slash I'm going to try out for this action film. But Sorry, how much running will you I will for? refuse <laughs> to run. <laughs> I don't run. Hey, I don't run more than 10 yards. <laughs> Who well, does it? Is that Tom Cruise that won't let anybody run in front of him? I think that's a, like a rule in a Tom Cruise movie. Like he won't run with somebody or have them run in front of him. Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay, awesome. hold on. Me and boy, me and the boys watched uh, Live, Die, Repeat. That's a good um, movie. Or whatever it's called. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Golly, man, what a great one. If you haven't seen that, you got to see that. That's a good one. It says here, Tom Cruise is by far big screen's greatest runner of all time. Watch a Tom Cruise money, a movie where he does not run for a great amount of time. And if you notice, he is on screen most of the time alone. We know about Cruz's no-run rule because Annabelle Wallace, Cruz's co-star in The Mummy, claimed in an interview that she alone possessed the fortitude and skills to break him down and allow her to run in front of him. Tom Cruise will not run with anybody. <laughs> Smart, though. He was so Cruise, fast. Tom Cruise runs alone. She said that she goes, I got to run on screen with him, but he told me no at first. He said, nobody runs on screen with me. <laughs> she said, I'm a really good runner. So I would time my treadmill so that he would walk in and see me running on the treadmill. And he finally said, okay, you could do it. So she timed it out like wow. when uh, Will Ferrell and Anchorman was like, look how many I've done. Like, <laughs> yeah. girls I've done. 49. Wait a second. So, so, so what's the rules? Because he didn't want somebody else looking stupid when they run or, or looking like they're faster than him. 
Because if she runs well, why, why was that? The answer out? isn't that Tom Cruise won't run with anybody on screen because they might make him look bad. It's that he can run at such an alarming, speedy rate oh, that sure. most other mere mortal actors would simply look puffy old globs mm. of cholesterol next I to I can't well, protect back. When I run, it's 100%. I can never <laughs> throttle back to 75% to <laughs> keep up, you know, with you guys. Always 100%. <laughs> Interesting guy. Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Son of Kim and Kanye. Saint West is seven. Malcolm in the Middle. Frankie Munoz is 37. Ronnie from Jersey Shore is 37. Margaret Cho is 54. Goo Goo Doll singer Johnny Resnick is 57. Great white singer <laughs> named after the breed, Jack Russell, <laughs> is 62. And today would have been Walt Disney's 121st birthday, which would have been, a, I mean, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations like, indeed. I'm not mistaken. Uh, is real, uh, did they really preserve his head? I don't know. You Wait, know the whole rumor, right? Yeah. Ted Williams style? The whole rumor is that they preserved his head and they froze, you know, froze his head or whatever the hell they did. They did. And there was, sput there was such a controversy around it and people were so up in arms that they created the movie Frozen. So when you type uh, in Walt Disney Frozen, the movie pops up and not the theories about him being frozen. I buy it. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Persia Black. And today's birthday girl has been in 82 fine films, including Assault That Ass 5, Badass Bitches 2, Booty Juice 4, oh, Crazy Big God. Booty 10. What? That one just like, cut me like a knife. Why? Because, man. Uh, she was in Inner City Black Cheerleader Search 63, Prime Time Dimes, Super Horse 2, and who could forget her role in 2004's Freaks, Hoes, and Flows? Small waist 35. To, small waist to gal, I, pre I presume. Um, what was her name again? <laughs> Maybe. Tell me her name, Chris. Persia Black. Okay. Oh, P-E-R-S-I-A. All, all about butts. Yeah. Huh? Huh. She could have that, like... That big booty kind of small waist thing going on. Oh, okay. Like my uh, grandmother. Right. <laughs> Persia Black is 40 years old. That's porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. There she is. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, all right. Happy holidays. It's, uh... <laughs> and the ghost of Jeff is on my computer. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, up after the break, speaking of Jeff, we're going to give away tickets to a Toast to Jeff tomorrow over at the pageant. A Toast to Jeff Rich Show and Friends tomorrow night at the pageant. Uh, Blue October, uh, Greek Fire, The Urge, Modern Day Zero, Cavo. So we got tickets, and we're going to play three and five after the break. So Moon is going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three categories right. You win your choice tickets. Actually, no choice. You're getting tickets for this, and you're going to like it. You get your choice of tickets to Toast of Jeff. <laughs> you're going to take tickets, and you're going to like it. Uh, and Tony is judge, by the way, as far as your answers go, and if you um or ah uh at the beginning of your answer. So right into it. No stall tactics. No ums, no ahs. And prepare yourself. This is a slightly more difficult round. Oh, Whoa. man. 
three and five next. Hey, Moon here, and the holiday season is in full swing. 2023 is almost here, and our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally owned and family owned since 1976, invite you to come in for year-end deals on new tires and expert auto service. Drive in today to make sure your family's vehicles are in tip-top condition for the harsh winter weather ahead. You know, Dobbs is the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service. And with 42 store locations to serve you, Dobbs is so convenient. No matter what you drive, car, light truck, van, SUV, CUV, hybrid, or EV, Dobbs has the tire brands you want at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. And the quality parts and state-of-the-art technology and diagnostics to service your vehicle right the first time. For new tires and for expert routine service, preventative maintenance, factory scheduled service, and complex engine and diagnostic repairs, whatever you need, you can count on the friendly and professional team of associates at Dobbs. Check out Dobbs' year-end deals on tires and auto service now at go2dobbs.com. Then get into Dobbs to make sure your family's vehicles make it through the winter driving season. Remember, at Dobbs, you'll be in, up, fixed, and out the same day. 42 locations. Click on go2dobbs.com for year-end deals today. Hey, it's Moon from the Rizzuto Show, and I have a serious, serious passion for the sport of soccer. And I'm especially excited because St. Louis obviously has our new upcoming MLS team, St. Louis City SC. Michelle Smallman from ESPN and I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to help folks that may be new to soccer or are looking for a little bit of a refresher course to prepare for the upcoming season. We'll cover everything from basics like what is offsides or why isn't the clock stopping to slightly more in-depth with guests like former World Cup stars, professional referees, players on our squad, and even the sporting director for St. Louis City SC. We thought the perfect name for it would be Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle. Look for Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle on all podcast directories or on podcast1.com. Soccer 101 with Moon and Michelle, a safe place to learn about soccer. Hey, it's JB Smooth here listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like... <laughs> Support this year's Point Holiday Food Drive to benefit Operation Food Search and get your very own 2023 Riz Show Calendar. To make a minimum $25 online donation anytime this month, and we will mail you a Riz Show Calendar for 2023, including a bunch of, and I say it, very nice photos of us. Very nice photos. Like for real. Nothing gross. No, like Speedo wearing... Boob show, nothing. What if somebody thinks those are nice photos of us? Well, I'm just telling you, it's a good old-fashioned calendar, and it could be yours with a donation to Operation Food Search. Find all the details and a link to make your donation now at 1057thepoint.com, courtesy of First uh, First Community, proud to support your community this holiday season. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- Let's give away some stuff. And uh, today's contest is sponsored by... It is sponsored by T.R. Hughes. And if you want to uh, move into a move-in ready home uh, and get $25,000 off instantly, visit trhughes.com. All right, so we're playing three and five as we do every Monday. Moon's going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three categories, right? You win. Tickets for tomorrow night's Toast to Jeff over at the pageant. 
Remember, no ums or ahs to start your answer. Those are the rules. All right, let's practice. Name, this is for Tony. Okay. Name three countries. Wait, let me get ready here. Let me get there. Oh. Mind you, I, I, you're going to be second here. Well, you said, give me an example. Okay, now I'm ready. Tony, mm-hmm. name three classic rock singers. Bon it's over. <laughs> I mean, Robert Plant. Classic rock is not, that's I mean, one you of know, my... Mick Jagger. I mean, uh, you could say John Lennon. Why are you, you yelling know, at me, homie? Like, am stop. I, am I yelling at him? <laughs> you, you were yelling with Did your I eyes. yell at him? You were screaming and you called me your... homie. I don't like that. I'm not the judge here. Okay. I don't like that, homie. <laughs> Scott, you could do better. Okay. Scott, name three race car drivers. Mike, Bob, and Tom. <laughs> I mean, That's pretty crazy. That's pretty cheap. What? Okay, Richard, I guess. That would have been better. Richard? Yeah. Would you have given that to him? Non-classic rock? Knowing I, f- judge? I feel like I would not have. What? But at the same time, why is that a wrong answer? That's the right answer. Because you didn't name three race car drivers. You just ha- Yeah, I did. I mean, I just made it quicker. But if somebody says, like, name three places where you can get orange juice, and you say, my house, my grandma's house, my bob, my brother's house. Yeah, but at least I mean, those I guess are specific that's right. places. But that's, that's, yeah. that's a that's a bad. I wouldn't. Parallel. I would. I wouldn't give it to you. And if it were you me, I would, ban, what... I would ban you for the game. For... <laughs> Here's the other thing too. For he didn't define which kind weeks. of race car you're talking about either. No, I didn't. But that's not the detail yeah. we're missing here. So it's... I mean, this could be anything. If you want to play 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833, let's go to Adam in St. Louis. Adam, good morning. Good morning. Happy happy birthday, Rich. Thanks, buddy. Here we go, Adam. Name three bones in the human body. The femur, the phalanges, and the arm. No. Where's the phalanges? Well, those are the fingers. Fingers. Those are your fingers. Oh, Adam, okay. Mr. Doctor. <laughs> On your way to Barnes, I guess, for surgery? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's the first one. You got to warm up. All right, yep, next. Yep, yep. Name three animals in the forest. Bears, eagles, rabbits. Eagles, yes. Are found in the forest. <laughs> okay, one final one, Adam. Name three St. Louis area gas stations. QT, Amico, BP. I see the judge is looking I'm weird. not seeing the judge. He, he's Well, Amico you, doesn't exist anymore. But there is the I Amico didn't say, sign. I didn't say current. Stop so yelling. At first, yeah. Yeah, I didn't say currently, and it was a gas station of the St. Louis okay, area. Okay, so we'll so give I it to you. All right, Adam. We'll see you tomorrow yeah, well, night. Well done. I had your back. Just don't yell at me. He was going to talk you out of it. I know. I guess stop it. Uh, Kevin and Fenton. Good morning, Kevin. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Here we go, Kevin. Name three things that are always blue. The sky. Oh, man. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Tough one. What would you have said? I would say a blue whale, a the ocean, and then uh, it's, it's, I don't have to answer. I'm the question. Yeah, guy. you don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> don't even know. And a... Uh, you don't even know. Uh, Louis... The mascot. Louis the ba- Yep, Louis the mascot. What was your first thought? Water. Oh. Buzz, buzzing the judge. That's cool. 
but water's not always blue. I don't care. I'm the judge. I get to accept what's right and wrong. That's a right answer. Water's actually never blue. That's a tough one, Moon. Yeah, I told you this whole round's going to be tough. Well, you got this next one. Okay. Name three airlines. TWA Spirit Southwest. TWA, okay. (laughs) That's a St. Louis one right there. (laughs) Old school. Old school. Count it. Okay. Okay. Last one. Name three things you see on a school bus. The driver, the student, seats. Yep. Nice. All right, Kevin, hang on. Also would have accepted mischief. Mischief. Mm-hmm. Smurfs are always blue. Ooh, that's a good one. That's true. Uh, Braden, hello. Good morning. Good morning, Braden. Here we go. Name three green foods. Green beans, asparagus, and gum. Gum? Gum. I mean, I, I panicked. <laughs> I'm going to say no. You got to say no on gum, huh? Is gum a food? Technically. Is is gum a food? I, I mean, you put it in your mouth, you chew it. But he said gum, and he didn't say, like, a specific green gum. So, on the whole, I mean, what, one, gonna, 1% I'm, I'm of gum is hey, green. Who's the judge here? Me, and I said I'm no. I'm trying to give him a pathway to, of thought. I mean, I'm sorry, but if, we, if we're going to allow him to say gum is a green food, then you could pretty much name anything for anything, and I'll go, okay, yeah. Because I bet somewhere out there there is a, you know, purple whatever. Like, okay. just let it go. He's going to get these next okay. two anyway. That's a no from the judge, Braden. It's tough That's today. fair. Name three things you can write with. Pencil, pen, quill. Nice, nice. Quill. Okay, Next. Name three types of reptile. Lizard, snake. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> that was the most real reaction I think I've ever heard from Rizzo. Because I wanted him to win. Goes, oh, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> that no cut deep, man. We got it. We felt that. This is yeah. Why? Because I thought the gum thing he maybe should have gotten. And we'll make up what I'm just hey, being honest. I'm judge? telling you what's up. I'm not the judge. That's why I said it was a no. That's what you said to me. <laughs> oh man. I do like this. This is a fun game. I just think green gum like that's just like the, man. There is green gum. I, 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 man. I'm with Dustin. You. Hey, good morning. All right, Dustin, let's go. Name three famous actors named John. John Candy. John Wayne. Nope. Ah. <laughs> terrible. Yep, Liz terrible loves this indeed. game and wants everybody to win. <laughs> but if you don't name three things or you say something outlandish, he's the first one to go, nope. You have let him down. <laughs> well, I'm the keeper of the, the wrong yeah, buzzer. Yeah, I'm the judge, but he's the buzzer. Next. Name three things in your pocket. Wallet, keys, phone. I believe you. One final one. Name three famous TV shows with animals. Crocodile Dundee, Animal Hunters. Nope. He didn't even let out a sigh of disappointment. Riz already said, nip. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) See (laughs) you. All right. 
Well, he let two seconds pass and go, this is not going to end well. <laughs> yeah. Once, There's once, no way. Once you get about six ticks in there, the tick, 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 no, you're done. It's, like, it's, it's over. over for you. Uh, let's go to Kyle and Eureka. Kyle. Hey, happy birthday, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, thank you. We, thank we, you. We love you, Jeff. <laughs> All right. Here we go, Kyle. Uh, name three movies with robots. Uh, I, Robot. Um... Somebody plug Kyle back in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to let that slide because the movie's called iRobot, and even if he uh he he transformed well, he more it to iRobot. Uh, it didn't matter. <laughs> Next. Name three places that are always beautiful. Hawaii, Alaska, Maine. Cross subjective. Okay. One final one. Name three breeds of dog. Order Collie, Golden Retriever, Shih Tzu. See you tomorrow night. There you go. <laughs> yeah, see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow night. Stacy, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Let's go. Name three things you see in an office. People, desk, chairs. Sure do. Nailing it right now. On a roll. Let's go. Name three holiday snacks. Oh my gosh! Uh, you can't say that. No. Oh, well, You're blank. Stacey, say, on, should Stacey. I look up? Oh my gosh, and see what kind of snack that oh is. Oh my gosh, cookies. <laughs> Final one, Stacy. Name three famous models. Uh, oh, no. that's, a, that's a goodbye. That's Was a, she gonna say uh, Lana? No. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Nah. All right, one final contestant. Uh, let's go to Festus Josh. Festus Josh, hello. Good morning, guys. Hi, birthday is. Love you, Jeff. Good morning. Right, let's go. <clears throat> Name three countries involved in this World Cup. Netherlands, Brazil, U.S. Oh, well oh man. I almost threw Ooh. up. It's a buzzer beater. Here we go. Name three cities in Florida. Or Walton, Dustin, Pensacola. Oh, Look at you. Not you know even, you're Florida. Not even the main ones. Not even the main ones. What was the first one? Fort Walton. Right? You said Fort Walton? Fort Walton, Dustin, Pensacola. Yeah. Oh, there's a Fort Walton. Fort Walton Beach, city in yeah. Florida. Tight. This guy knows his Florida. Right. Hang on, Josh. Yeah. I think we should end it here. I like that. All good. I like that. Out man. with a winner. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, homies, we got... Uh, Plot twist, it's actually Florida, Josh. Damn it. Oh, man. Uh, sex Time Fun Facts, uh, next Sex Toy of the Week. What's up? It's Tom Segura, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. All right, welcome back to the program. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Unnatural sex act. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun fact. So I, I think I need an exclam- like an explanation every time I talk about one of these, you know, dating apps or sites. So what's the difference between Bumble and Tinder? Bumble is designed to give women the power. Okay. So Riz, you are the female in this scenario. I'm the male. I swipe yes on you. You swipe no on me. We never connect. 
okay? I swipe yes on you, you swipe yes on me. You, as the female, have to reach out to me first. On Tinder, if we both swipe yes, either one of us can message. Okay. Does that make sense? You yeah. get it? Yeah, and what about, what's Hinge? That's just a different... I think it's a different one. That's a different one. What's the celebrity one? Uh, Some of them are, right? Man. It's like a celebrity... Uh, not included. Huh. Uh, Raya. 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 Yeah, Raya. Remember, uh, Nikki Glazer always talking about that one. Okay. Well, it's not too early to consider your dating outlook for next year. And uh, the dating site Bumble, so this is a Bumble, Bumble thing. They put together its 2023 dating trends that you should pay attention to. So f- uh, some findings include men paying attention to their emotional and toxic masculinity. Guys are looking inward to discover themselves. People in the app, talking about Bumble, are also prioritizing guardrails or boundaries while dating. Upfront rules are essential for both parties. Uh, Potential daters are looking for someone who has a good work-life balance. Working 70 to 80 hours a week might not do it for some. And also Bumble says many people are willing to look outside their traditional dating comfort zone. Their type, their quote-unquote type, doesn't matter as much as compatibility. That's what Bumble's saying. So, look at that however you want. Outside their traditional dating comfort zone. So, what? I don't understand what that really well, means. That depends. Here, I know some people that their, their dating comfort zone is based on zip code. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And I'm not Absolutely. kidding. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, oh, oh yeah, well, uh, you know, they, they meet down at some... Cheese ass bar down in Clayton or something. They're like, oh, well, you know, where where do you live? Uh, uh, Creevecore. Oh, ooh, <laughs> right out. I don't date anybody from St. Charles County. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, yes. dude, but there are plenty of people no, who are doing You're that right. kind of crap. You're right. Uh, the lyrics to Winter Wonderland about two people falling in love, but a new study found walking in a winter wonderland can also make you fall in love with who? That's right, yourself. <laughs> uh, <a> snowman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Researchers in Poland found walking around in nature while there's snow on the ground can boost your self-esteem and change how you feel about your body. Researchers had young women go on snowy walks through the woods, ask questions about body image after and before, and found it really did make a difference. (laughs) 40 minutes out there gave them a boost in how much they appreciated their own body and upped their self-esteem. I was thinking like... uh... If I'm out, it's it's cold, it's snowy everywhere, you know, and I'm walking for long enough, I'm going to go, I feel pretty good about myself. I, I've I've worked hard enough to have a home where I don't have to sleep out here. It's freezing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, get, get me back inside. Time to go inside. <laughs> uh, other studies have found the same thing happens around lakes and rivers and green spaces like forests. So, you know what? Nature, in general, is good for self-esteem. That's why they tell you, mm-hmm. hey, if you're depressed, get outside. Take a deep breath and get the hell outside. But it's the first study to show what happens in cold, snowy conditions, too. I watched um, yesterday on Netflix. It was a short little documentary about Xanax. Okay. I yeah. think it's called Take Your Pills, Xanax. Yeah, yeah it's gnarly. Talking about that, uh, the, the tapering off and how it's... Well, how it's, you know, you go to a psychiatrist... Everybody's just... And it's just, hey, first thing is, would you like some Xanax? Yeah, passing them out like Skittles. And it's so mainstream in TV and movies. Everybody's on Xanax. Yeah. There was a psychologist on there 
or psych. Well, who's, who could diagnose? Who could uh, prescribe? Is it psych psychiatrist? Psychiatrist can prescribe yeah, psych pills. Psychologist yeah. is the talker. Psychiatrist is the we the talker have. and yeah. pills. Right. It's supposed so to be. One of the psychiatrists mm -hmm. was like, "Hey, you know, there is clinical depression. People are depressed. Some people really do need Xanax, but other people, you just say, hey, take a deep breath and just go outside. That helps." It's wild. Maybe before you start shoving the pills down your mouth, go outside. Just go take a walk. Well, also, it also talks about how we, we basically prescribe it for this long-term kind of stuff when it's very rarely supposed to be used long-term. Very rarely. Oh, man. They were talking about people trying to wean themselves off it. I mean, it's awful. Yeah. That, that one guy with the with the hill, the, like the, that whole story. Oh, man. Horrible. Thank goodness he found out what the issue was. Yeah. Guy was, guy was so... He, he was on a bunch of different pills, I think. He was on, he was on a couple, and he uh, was trying to wean himself off, and even the, the way that he weaned it um, was causing so much psychological... It's suicidal thoughts. Wow. Dang. Yeah, it's a, that, that documentary is wild. It's, it's an important watch. It's an important watch, because there's a couple ways that they articulate things that I think people on the whole receive better than what we're saying yeah right now you know like uh, there was, i think there was a psychiatrist that was saying like hey man in this day and age you know our lives are pretty easy and a lot of the things that we need to practice as far as you know the world pushes on us and that's that's natural and us being able to withstand that and build up a tolerance to withstand that on our own is important and the fact that we haven't done that and we're immediately turning to medications to help us isn't helping the long term here. I thought one of the more eye-opening things they said on there was doctors, when somebody goes to a doctor, they're so afraid of, they're so afraid of a patient giving them a bad review. Yep. Yep. That when somebody comes in and goes, give me Xanax, and the doctor would go, no, I don't think you need Xanax, the doctor's afraid of them going and giving them a bad review. So no. they will do whatever the patient says. Yeah. Because now it's uh, they this, think they need. It's this consumer. It's this consumer-based world. This review-based world. Yeah, nice. I, re I really recommend watching that. It's, it's short. It's you know an hour, twenty minutes, I think. But it's it's. I, I thought it. it was. I thought it was worth it watching. Definitely. Uh, the cool part about online dating is that you can see somebody's profile before meeting them. So the bad part is that many people lie on those profiles, even if they're little misleading fibs. So a new survey says 47% of people admitted they have intentionally, with the, their words, stretched the truth. And it's more common in men or women? Men. Men, men yes. Men. Interestingly enough, the most common thing people lie about is their current hairstyle. What? Yep. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? 61% <laughs> of people have done that. Now, this is probably having an outdated or misleading photo. Not somebody denying oh, they have a man bun. Okay. Now, okay. for men, that could be hiding their baldness. Gotcha. So, like, my profile picture is me with my long hair Luscious flowing locks. in the wind, and then you meet me, and it's super thin, and I'm yes. wearing a hat. For men, that could be hiding their baldness or receding, receding hairline. Gotcha. For women, that may be how their hair is dyed, using a fancy photo or using a fancy event photo. That's... That's how they would mislead you. Uh, the second most common lie is about their watch. Wait, job. Career. Yep. Scott got it. 
It's also hair, possible that some people job. have done both and have lied about being a hairdresser. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they lie about their job and lie about their, their current hairstyle, which is, that's not what I would have thought, but huh. that's what the numbers say. Um, this either proves good looks give you a leg up or hot people had a harder time focusing during the lockdowns, but I'm guessing it's the first one. A study in Sweden found that hot female college students stopped getting such good grades once remote learning happened. So funny. Yeah. Silly. Their grades dropped disproportionately compared to less attractive students. I wonder why my grades were so bad during that. <laughs> so researchers tracked the grades of more than 300 college kids before and after the pandemic hit and had people rate how attractive each one's photo was. And it turned out the most attractive ones, women and men, were getting slightly better grades in certain courses before the pandemic hit. But some of their grades dropped once remote learning kicked in. It only applied to classes with lots of student-teacher interaction. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Crazy. It's, it's like humans Whoa. are humans. What? Crazy. Are you telling me? There was somebody... no effect <laughs> with things like math where your grade is just based on test scores. Huh. That's interesting. That is crazy. It's kind of weird. It's almost like if uh, two people that are exactly the same uh, go out for a job interview and one is slightly more attractive than the other ones, they might get the job over the other. It's crazy. Man, this can you work? believe it? This is where the conversation starts, but where does it end? You know what I mean? Like people are going to say, like, oh, this is corruption, human man. corruption yeah. and this and that. But like, but how does that change? It like, doesn't. This, this one, is over the course of history. Once you know, I was every, say, this has always happened. Once everyone was doing classes on Zoom, the hot female students' grades dropped more than expected. But that didn't happen for good-looking men. The theory is that good-looking people often get better grades thanks to more self-confidence. That's what they said. I'm thinking maybe teachers are grading kids' papers based on looks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Take that into the, like the courtroom and stuff. Time out. But, time out. So their their response to this was when kids are in the classroom or where students are in the classroom, they have more confidence and makes them that, a better that's part student. Of it, mm -hmm. But hot female students sometimes get additional bumps thanks to creepy old professors who want to get with them. Oh, see, I don't. I don't even necessarily think it's that. I mean, it doesn't have to go as far as. Someone trying to get with somebody. Uh, they just seem. More, I, I have a feeling too. It comes off like you'll see them. They seem like you're naturally attracted to them, but you're also like, oh, they're really friendly. These are nice kids. I have a tough time giving them a lower grade. I don't know. Nice. That's where I take it. Hey, you know what? I'm going to contradict myself here, and this is this is not the first time I've ever done this. But my confidence level did get me opportunities and did get me things that probably I wouldn't have gotten before once I lost a ton of weight. Yeah, yeah. Confidence is an attractive mark, yeah. but but physical attraction and all of it, they're all, they're all points. It's like it's the same in, in any sort of like a public job or, or someone on the news TV, you know what I mean? Like, or, or in a courtroom or something like this is human nature. How do you fight that? How do you change that? Legitimate question. You can't. How do you make it fair? I I don't, uh, I don't have that answer, Moon. Well, you just have older people because I've, you know, the older you get, the more, like, you see far less uh, uh, unattractive people. You know what you have to do? You have to have everybody <laughs> wear, a, like, a beekeeper outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got to wear the same beekeeper's outfit. I there mean, we go. That's even. That's a start. You could also separate That is a it. start. You could separate it this way where you have one class 
that's only for attractive people. The other one's for the ugly that's kids. It, and yep. then whoever's the best of those, they can go on to the next thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. This is day number one on Intro to Ugly Algebra. <laughs> intro to Mildly Attractive Algebra is down the hall if you're in the wrong class. But you know what I'm saying? People take up this fight. And, and like, where do you start? I mean, how do you fight How do you fight science and nature and, and human tendencies I'll tell you and all what, that? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how. Oh, yeah? Nope. No. <laughs> uh-uh. What? No, 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 no. I'll tell what you What can bring the peace? Peace. No. And now, the Roger Ebert of Dildo. I ask you. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. If everybody had a set of these. <laughs> I just like the name of these. That's it. Uh, what's the sex toy this week? Uh, the sex toy this week is the Midnight Butt Bells. Band. Cool. I love that the band. Midnight Butt Bells. This right here will cost you $25. Now, be- now, Bells, if it was like a singing group, yeah. like it'd be B E L L E S. Oh, this like is the, a- like, yeah, yeah, like the, yeah. the women, you know, women singers, the Bells. You're right. Uh, the average review for this is five out of five stars, and this reviewer gives it five stars. Here's their review. Let me start this review off by saying I wasn't tasked with reviewing a holiday-themed sex toy. I was tasked with reviewing a sex toy. So that's what I will do here. The weight of the plug, solid. <laughs> Size, a little bigger than I expected. Okay, so so I know p- people on the radio can't see the pictures, but these are butt plugs with bells attached. To yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I'm going to get there in a second here. Uh, the weight of the plug, solid. Size, a little bigger than I expected. Shape, perfect. I do wish it was a bit more flexible, but that isn't going to change my review. I didn't know if I would like the bell attached to the plug, but honestly, it made things pretty fun. And this is your standard, like, Christmas bell. Think about it, okay? And uh, this is attached. It made it much harder to hide. Yep. Uh, so it says here, as much as this is a novelty toy, the plug was truly uh, surprisingly great. If it was just simply reviewing the sex toy and not the added bell or cutesy holiday vibes, it would get a high four and a half out of five stars. But if you want me to look into everything, there isn't anything that is preventing me from giving this five full stars. Shipping was quick, discreet, and its ease of cleanup and use is at the top. Five really, really, really impressive stars. Five out of five, baby. That's yeah. nice. All because the shipping was excreted. <laughs> all That's I great. all I know is kids are walking. It's Christmas Eve. You're sneaking through the hallway. You're going, oh my God, I think I hear Santa in mommy's nope. room. It definitely nope. impeded my hide and seek game. Yeah. You know, every year after uh, Thanksgiving, you go down and get the holiday stuff. The, <laughs> yeah, is this right next to the star? <laughs> Does this come up? I guess so. And by the way, if you notice, there are three sizes. So, yeah. can be- and that is a come with all three, or you have to buy no, 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 each no, no. individual. I think, I think you buy. Uh, that you get the set of three. Now, Oop. that'd be impressive. For 25 if, bucks, you get three of them. Yeah, That's man. great. For the rest of the year, though, you could use it in your sink to, you know, for a little stopper. Well, it's got a <laughs> retrieval handle, which is yeah. good. That's always great. Never buy a, a plug without a retrieval handle, guys. So, that's, that's right. the, the midnight butt bells. <laughs> <laughs> 25 bucks, 5 out of 5 stars. That's the sex toy of the week. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back with some of your emails. We've got sports coming up. How do we do in the Pick'em Challenge? U.S. Men's Soccer. Talk a little about that. How are the blo- Hey, how are the Blues doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great company. We'll <laughs> 
You listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Have a good day. See you later. Did any of you uh, hang up Christmas lights over the weekend? Nope. This weekend, no. Is everything up right at your house? Everything's up. Everything's up. Scott, everything's up? Not the outdoors yet. Oh, not yet, huh? No. No. What are you waiting for? He's waiting for it to get really cold. Yeah. This was the weekend. I know, but uh, yeah, I had shows and all that good stuff. Oh, this guy with shows. Oh, you were at the church. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you, if you hung Christmas lights up, you're not alone this weekend. Uh, 4,000 people were asked when they normally put up their Christmas lights uh, and when people should start decorating. Uh, this past weekend was a popular answer for both those things. So 23% say they normally put them up a week. In, uh, uh, they they won't put them up in the first week of December. So, And most people agree it's, it's appropriate once December hits. Only 15% think it's still too early for, for Christmas. Decorations. I think we're right. We're right in it. Yeah, I mean, and, and somebody said this the other day. Some people think I'm you should wait until next week. I'm putting up all this stuff. I'm literally boxes upon boxes of stuff are coming up from the basement. And I'm putting all this stuff up, and I'm going to do that for two weeks before I take it all down. Yeah, I think this is the holiday where you get the most mileage out of the decorations, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Or do you think Halloween? Halloween, because people seem to put it up way earlier than Christmas. Yeah, you think? Yeah. As far as the season goes, is the Halloween season longer than the Christmas season? No. It is now. I would say yes, because you can, just like you said, you took down the seasonal Thanksgiving, you know, harvesty, pumpkin, orange, leave changing colors. Like, that's all, that all applies to Halloween if you put it up at the right time. No. You don't think See, so? See, because I think, I think there's a huge difference, and we got to remember that there's a huge difference between decorating for the fall and decorating for Halloween. Halloween They're is- They're related. On, uh, they are related, but on my front porch is the sign that says trick or treat, is the graveyard, is the witch's legs coming out of the ground. That's Halloween. The orange lights are Halloween. The purple lights are Halloween. Those all go away on November 1st, and it's just, the sign flips to- thankful and it's just the autumn wreath up there that's it yeah but you still could keep out the pumpkins and the gourds pumpkins and stuff are fine but that's That's not halloween well it is for some people if you put a little face on them there's a little bit there's there's more of an overlap that kind of makes it now okay longer season i would say okay you say it's all about the pumpkins if i carve my pumpkins it's out on november 1 goodbye well if i don't carve them it's gonna melt if i don't carve them you could leave them Halloween is October 31st. People start decorating when? October 1st. Or something. Yes. It's Last bleeding into September. late September. Yeah, which is, it's the it's it's essentially the same. I would, I would, I would. And now you're decorating for Christmas. Well, because autumn starts what? Right September after 23rd? Thanksgiving, which is late November. Yeah. About oh, even. Yeah. I, I would say, I would, I would concede to the fact that, yes, Halloween decorating, fall decorating, and Christmas decorating. Same amount of time. I know what you're saying, though. You're saying the holiday-specific lawn crap. We're forgetting something. We're forgetting something. Christmas lights usually stay up till when? Like January 15th, Little Christmas, right? Yeah. That extends it. That's what I mean. I thought like, Little Christmas January 7th. Or whatever. But it still extends it, right? Yeah, like, a, like an inflatable snowman is going to be in a yard longer than an inflatable black cat. Correct. 100%. That's what you mean. Yep. So I think Christmas has got it. 
with yeah. with that stuff, sure. But the but the but if you general... say if you say fall, if you say autumn decoration, I would I would be very sketchy to go. Yeah, Christmas trumps it. But if you say Halloween, yes. Of the four thousand people that were surveyed, four uh, percent said, "Yeah, I just keep my stuff up all year round." There are things now. <laughs> there is a company. There is there is a company now called Trim Light or Trim Lights. Have you ever heard of Trim Lights? I know like Trim Light STL is the big one, but there's a lot of people that do it where it is lights for year round, and they're white, and you could do like just this one, just that one, just this one, or you could do the whole row of them, and like you program it through your phone, and people just leave it as accent light up all year. Mardi Gras, it becomes green, yellow, and purple. Talk about tech. Valentine's Day, it becomes red. Yikes. It, it's tacky if you do it the wrong way. I saw somebody that has it on their house where, again, it looks like Christmas lights when they're all on. But they turned on, like, one at this corner, one at the peak, one at this corner. So it looks like they are accent lights that are there on purpose mm. and not just strung Christmas lights. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, but I, I I mean, I know what Riz is saying. I mean, it sounds like fun. It sounds like yeah, something sounds I would like do. Of, fun. of course. And you know you know what? One of, one of our, our, but our buddy Nick that used to work for the pizza place. He has these lights up, and he does every holiday. But when it's not a holiday, and it's not the holiday season, they're, they're just off. off. Yeah. I and they say, sit I, against the So 4th of the July, house. we're red, white, and blue? Yes, red, but, white, and blue. Oh. Easter pastel colors. Uh, Valentine's Day, all red. St. Patty's Day, all green. Okay, I can see that. But I'm just saying, if, if it was one of those things where you kind of like change it throughout the year, and you have them on all the time, or just accent lights, mm-hmm. or whatever, I can be like, yeah, that's cool. And then like a fashionable friend, woman comes over and says, wow, that's tacky. What are you, in college? And I would go, oh, yeah, well, point made, you're right. And I would take them down. Yeah, but if they're if hey, they're in your on, bedroom, do you have all your old liquor bottles <laughs> up on the shelf? If they're on the week, <laughs> yeah. nice. like if they're on the week of Valentine's Day and they're red, or if they're on the week of St. Patty's Day and they're green, cool. After that, they're off. Uh, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. And emails are brought to you by Scrap, My, Scrap Mart Metals Recycling. Recycle your old metal responsibly at one of the three locations. Hey, guys. And actually, we just got done talking about that Xanax Netflix documentary. Somebody said, uh, I just watched a new docu-series on Netflix called Pepsi Wears My Jet. Oh, yeah. It's a story too. about a kid who challenged Pepsi on a promotion they had to win a jet for some kind of Pepsi points. I remember when this, ha- I remember the commercial happening. Oh, me too. And I I remember the whole lawsuit. I watched it. I watched this already. I and watched I, the whole thing. And I did. And? I did too. It's good. It's. it's I don't give away the ending because it's. I won't. It's. It's a fun watch if, you, especially if you live during that period, because we all heard about this, but we never heard about the outcome because it dragged through the courts for so many years. Yeah, I never knew the full full story behind this. Uh, so the story goes where Pepsi was doing a promotion where every can of Pepsi you drank or every case you bought, you get a certain amount of points. I remember Pepsi points. And Pepsi points would. Cash those, you cash those in, you get a jacket, you get a backpack, you get sunglasses, whatever, Pepsi swag. Much like back in the day with the Marlboro Miles. Yeah, I remember collecting Pepsi points, and I collected what I thought was a good amount of them. And then you had to go, and you had to, like, go online, you had to enter in your points, and you all did. I, I don't know why, but I remember Pepsi won. That's what I remember getting these points off of. And then I remember going online, looking and going, man, I got all these points, and I can get... Nothing. I can get something if I collect 8,000 more of these points. Well, so Pepsi had a commercial on promoting their Pepsi points. And it was, hey, uh, you know, Pepsi sunglasses, you know, 100 points. Uh, Pepsi jacket, 500 points. At the end of the commercial, a kid who collected all these Pepsi points lands at school in his Harrier jet. And it says at the bottom, Harrier jet, 7 million Pepsi points. 
Which they never is, put a disclaimer. Right, which is not amazing. Unobtainable. Total idiots. Pepsi, total idiots. They in, never in put this a disclaimer case. saying just kidding or not really something. So somebody collected seven million points and go and went, Where's my jet? Well, even wow. even I mean, should we give Don't it give away? no no don't give I was going to say, it was even even crazier than that. Even There's less thinking that went into it than that because he didn't even need to collect the points. Oh, it's, it's, it's it, disastrous. It, <laughs> it's disastrous. It's like, how many people did this have to go by before somebody just says, guys, think this through. There's a whole little twist at the end, too. Super twist. And the crazy thing is, this wasn't the first controversy. If they just learned with, with what happened overseas, wait till you see that episode because, boy, oh, boy, what a gaffe. So I, I recommend watching it. I'm going to so check it Pepsi out. Pepsi wears my jet. It's a good one. It's a good one. And there's some interesting personalities, but, yes. you know, the guys that are involved. I like that the older guy, the Me guy that too. beat cancer. I like him. Like, I want to hang out with him. I like, I feel too. like we could be friends. Like, we have very similar personalities. <laughs> uh, next. Uh, what's up, fellas? My daughter had a hockey game in Kirkwood, and we promised we'd go to the Wallies on the way home. My husband said he had to use the bathroom, so I said, we're heading to Jeff's favorite bathroom with floor-to-ceiling doors, so we will go there. We laughed and smiled, thinking of Jeff. Then to top it off, as we walked in, Dominic the Donkey was playing over the speakers. I have never what heard that day. song out in the wild before. Only when Riz plays it. It was a very Riz show trip to Wally's Okay, so I, I think Jeff only went to that Wally's a handful of times. Yeah, but he was very excited about it. The, he did say, the, and I agree, because I went to the bathroom for the first time. At the Wally's about two weekends ago. Spectacular bathrooms there. Yeah. Spectacular. Does the one in Fenton have the bathroom attendant? You don't need one. Well, in Pontiac is the one where you, once you leave a stall, the guy runs in there and cleans it immediately. Oh, I didn't see that. It's pretty amazing. But the Fenton Wally's is, the sink has the soap. Oh, yeah, all three. And the dryer. Yeah. Everything all there for you. Wait, when did you go to this? Was it a couple years ago? I've been there a few times. Well, yeah. I'm saying maybe it was like a COVID thing. Maybe it was like a temporary COVID thing. Oh, it could have been. I, I, th I mean, they're so clean in yeah, there. They may have spotless. an bathroom attendant. It it's is spotless, beautiful. beautiful, beautiful. Next, I heard the podcast about how Riz returned and found a wallet, uh, or found a wallet and returned it, and he thinks the guy's name was Steve. As a Steve, I thought back to when I lost my wallet in the parking lot at City Place outside of the restaurant down below. No. Oh, not you, Steve. <laughs> he said he uh, found it, a a blanked Manila envelope in his mailbox with the wallet. No, I, I didn't that, put. That I know I didn't Manila envelope it. I just put it in the mailbox. Well, you just blew it because he said if it was you, he wanted to thank you by dropping off a tray of generously oversauced muscacholi. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. Yes. Keep your muscacholi. <laughs> that wasn't you, Steve. Imposter, Steve. Next. Uh, my son was invited to a birthday party of his friend. As we are now aware, my son's friend is having a joint birthday party with his little sister. We already brought a present for this friend, but now the dilemma is whether we are obligated to purchase a gift for the little sister as well. My wife is in the middle ground while I'm in the no camp. She, uh, since she will presumably have her own friends there who are bringing her gifts. You don't get to double dip in the present pool just because you're having a joint birthday. Get a job, you hippie. No. You just bring a gift for the one kid. Right. If I'm being invited to Johnny's birthday party, I'm not going to bring anything for Susie. We're not doing multiple gifts. I'm not invited to Susie's party. I'm invited to the little Thatcher's party. Right. Right? Right. You only get any one gift. Right. You get a gift. Yeah. I, again, my son is friends with Jimmy. I'm going to bring Unless a gift for Jimmy. You are a family friend. 
unless you're a family friend or a relative. Then you got to do both. So next door, okay, next door, it's Sophie's birthday. Sophie and my daughter are friends. Also, Jack's birthday, her brother, same time, and the kids also hang out with Jack. If you're that is yeah, two gifts. If you're close enough. Same time. They have the same birthday? No, they, like one's born in, in on January 1st, the other one's born on January 8th. Uh, is this a combo party? At yeah, this, this is party. a combo party. They said it's a uh, the guy the guy's kid the emailer's kid is friends with the boy, the but, boy yeah it's he's invited to his birthday party. But at the same time, they're holding the boy's sister's party as well. Yeah, let's just I, I for example just let's just put, let's just put skating rink. It's at a skating rink, but their birthdays are close enough that they're doing the joint birthday party. Right, but but if you're not friends with both kids, then yeah, yeah. You're, you're clear. It's all good. we had joint birthday parties every once in a while. My brother and I. Yeah, you guys are real close, right? The days On the wise? 17th, he's the 19th. Yeah. Wow, that's Sucks. like three days apart. <laughs> no, almost. almost. Yeah, go back to doing the math. <laughs> that one. Check your work. Uh, next. Uh, okay, so we had a couple uh, discussions uh, last week about time off. And should you get paid for sick days or what not? What counts as sick day? What's yep. a vacation day? Yes. Here's an email we got. At my job, you are given five sick days. You could take them whenever you want. Whether you are completely healthy or ill, once those five days are gone, you get a write-up each time you are out. It is company policy. One write-up, warning. The next, an official warning. Then, see ya. During the COVID times, I watched three different guys get let go because of days off. It's pretty strict, but the main point is we are told in great detail about this policy before you even accept what, the what's job. What's the policy again? You get five sick days. And anything over that, you get written up? You get written up, you get a warning, then you get an official warning, and then you get let go. What they had to have changed that during COVID because for uh, COVID, you what, were uh, out of mandatory amount of time. I don't know what this guy does or, or lady does. I have no idea, but their point is... Regardless of what the policy is, they are told in great detail what the policy is before you even accept the do you, job. I mean, do you remember what the guidelines were? It was 10 days. Wasn't it 10 days? It was 14, man. It was 14 days when it first started. Then they laxed it to 10. So what? You get to, you're allowed to be get COVID once, and that I, doesn't make any sense. I don't know, man. <laughs> Next. Uh, when it comes to sick days, I think that most companies should be like ours. We have 15 personal days. You could use them for vacations, for when you're sick, for when you have a doctor's appointment, or for when you just don't feel like coming into work. Also, my job has always been understanding of some things. If your kid gets sick, sick at school, they're okay with it. Flat tire, they're okay with it. Inclement weather, try your best to get in. But I will say it usually is the already crappy employees that abuse the policy right. and ruin it for the most of us. My boss once directly told me, if you work your ass off while you're here, I will not get upset when you can't. I'm cool with that. And your boss knows if you're if you're if you're one of the abusers. If you're an abuser, mm -hmm. yeah, you're not fooling anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it comes down to things, and they go, "Hey, who's the guy that's notoriously off? No matter what the reasoning, like, oh, uh, it's going to snow a half inch. He can't make it in. Uh, this happened or to us. Always his kid. on this a happened. Friday or a Monday. Yep. Come on, they know. Yep. Uh, next. Uh, do you remember a while back we uh, had that story about the guy that got fired or because he didn't go hang out with them at the mandatory drinking 
party. Well, they had like a team, like a yeah, team a building party exercise every or whatever Friday. it is. Friday, yeah. And this guy just didn't want to go anymore, so he stopped and he got fired. Uh, somebody emailed in and said, "I'm actually really surprised that Riz is so shielded that he didn't understand the company's mandatory hangout policy." Not saying that the policy is right at all, but if you get hired and they tell you that everyone gets together and hangs out, and you choose not to do that, and then you are surprised when you get let go. Sure, they could have said that it's because he didn't come to the parties or whatever, but you know and I know if he was a good employee, he isn't getting let go for this. Probably right. Make yourself indispensable, and then you have the ability to pick and choose if you want to go out after work or not. Until then, play the game, be a team player. Okay, you, well, you may have a point if you were invaluable, then because uh, you didn't go to the parties, you'd still mm-hmm. be there. Right. All right, one more. Uh, if you only ever had to pay for your own food, mortgage, car, entertainment, everything else was free, what would you do for work? Would you have a part-time job, seasonal job, full-time for a few years, and then coast through? You are only burdened by the fanciness of your taste buds. That is it. So you only have to pay for food. That's it. Everything else is comped and free. What do you do for work? So housing is free? Housing, free. Entertainment, free. Car, free. The only thing you have to pay for is what you put into your body. So this person's asking. So do does you, everybody have the same house? I, I don't. And the same, drive the same car. I, I, sure, for the sake of this argument, sure. May Everything I, is government place, provided except for meals. May I place this house where I choose? Man, I don't know. It's gonna matter. Why? Well, because my job's gonna matter. My location is gonna is gonna determine. Yeah, sure. I mean, housing is free. So if you want to go and move to Hawaii, you can move to Hawaii. If you want to go move to Thailand, you can go move to Thailand. What, so would I work part time or full time? Yeah, they're so basically what they're saying is you can you can work, you know, one day a week and get a hundred bucks doing that job and then survive on that hundred dollars and get McDonald's or get go to the grocery store and buy crackers or go to Aldi oh, I or see what you're saying. You, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, you if you want to work a full time job and go eat at what's a place in New York that everybody's always trying to get into and it's a crazy reservation? Sabaros. <laughs> Nobu or whatever it's called. Nobu. Nobu, you know, where it's like, you know, $10,000 for a meal or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that? So it's all based on what you want to do. Yeah, I would strategically figure out what my travel expenses to see the world as much as I, I could would be and what my food budget would be for the year. And then I would then I would tell you how much I'm working and what I would do. I don't know. If I'm able to work full time, I guess work full time until I'm not able to and not have to push it. And save money for yeah. food in your old age. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay with just squir- just think I'm okay about with it. squirreling away some money. Riz, just think about it. So we started this show in in this version of the show in 2014. Yeah. So every dime that you've made since April 1st or March 31st, 30th, whatever the hell the first day was, every dime that you've made up till today has is only for food. Food. That's it. So you're telling me that you would but still I can't be working. But I can't buy other nice things? It's all free. Everything's free except for food. Everything on this planet is free except so for food. So I can't have an extra side-by-side or like uh, for the it's farm? Free. It's free. Already free. Well, then I... Well, goodness gracious. This is a pretty good deal. I'll just it says here, if the, screw you guys. I'm it's, off the grid. Here's what it says. If you only, uh, only... An interesting hypothetical. This was, this was... I guess somebody found this on Reddit. But if you only ever had to pay for your own food... Everything else is paid for. What would you do for work, if at all? I guess, I don't know. I'd work three days a week. I would grow my own food and sell the rest of it to you guys since you're paying for it. Yeah. I'd I'd work three days a week. Fine. (laughs) Fine. 
<laughs> Scott, what would you do? I would, well, possibly get commercial-grade ovens since they're free and just trade it to the restaurants that I want to eat at for the food. <laughs> so I don't have to work anywhere, and it's just easier. It's a weird, that's a weird hypothetical. I, I, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'd really have I to get where they're going. figure I get, out the <laughs> economics involved. I get where they're going here. We, we, again, are taking this and probably digging a little too much into this. They just want to They just want to say, imagine that the only thing that you have to pay for yeah, is yeah. If you want me to say I don't want to work, I'm not going to work. Okay, that's fine. That's what we fine, do. That's it. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. We're looking too much into it. That's what we do. I love how I say, hey, man, uh, if you only had to pay for food, how much would you work? And Riz goes, I can't get a nice side-by-side. -side? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're eliminating my side-by-side -side needs? Oh, that's so good. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with sports. Hey, it's Roman Atwood, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Your sports. <gasps> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Mooners, what do we got? Sports brought to you by GatewayHelicopterTours.com. Looking for a heli great gift idea? Then get to the chopper. <laughs> Discounted Christmas light Love tours it. available now for point listeners seven days a week. GatewayHelicopterTours.com. You did the helicopter tour last year or the year before? Uh, the Christmas lights one. Not last year, the year before. Amazing, right? It's fantastic. I mean, you know how like you go, oh, man, I don't have time to go to the zoo lights and to the botanical gardens glow and to the lights over at this place and this place. Okay. Go Take a helicopter tour. It's, it's, Got all of them. To see all those holiday lights from up above, it's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, the Blues, not awesome. Uh, they have lost Thanks. five of their last six games and have fallen to 11-13-0 on the season. Their penalty kill is awful. This past Saturday, it gave up two goals to the league's 27th-ranked power play unit and a third goal just two seconds after a Pittsburgh power play or before St. Louis really had a chance to reset to 5-on-5 five -five play. Blues lose 6-2. Here's the final call. Is this a very disappointed Chris Gerber? He's not thrilled. Crowd here in Pittsburgh. Look at their Penguins put up six on the Blues. Period's going to come to a close. And this one's over. Penguins beat the Blues by a score of 6-2. to two. I'll shoot them 38-28. We're going to go to New York trying to snap a three-game losing streak in the Garden. It, it, uh, I, I would love to hear... There are times like that where I would love to hear, like, uncensored. Yeah, yeah. Where he goes, all right, and uh, <laughs> it's probably the Blues played like ish. Yeah, it's Here probably very Bob Euchre from uh, from uh, Major League. Major League, yeah. 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 Well, now, I can imagine the producer going, all right, guys, we're clear. And he takes off his headphones. This team sucks. Yeah. Now, I like to. Uh, clear, Chris. I like to play some audio with the Blues, and I chose to play Chris Kerbers because uh, it doesn't need to be uh, edited like Coach Barubi's. Um, when asked about the penalty kill, Coach Barubi said, the PK was horse bleep. Absolute horse bleep. We score and we take a stupid penalty and it's on it's in our net again. Blues take on the Rangers today at 6 p.m. He also had some choice words about Bennington and uh, basically ended up with just saying, play goal, stop the puck. That's it. And I guess Bennington, when he got pulled, skated over to, well, he gave a glove shot to somebody coming behind the net. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, I yep. saw that. That was called for okay. high sticking and then it was taken away, but either way. Which was a pretty cheap shot. He's getting sassy. So uh, Penguin was skating behind the net. Bennington put his hand out and clotheslined this dude. Uh, and then as Bennington was skating towards the bench, he had some words for the Penguins players. Mm -hmm. And then got a 10-minute, what was it, 10-minute? Yeah, yeah. Game misconduct. Game misconduct. Yeah, not cool. Uh, the college football playoff matchup, um, they arrived on Sunday. Number four, Ohio State will face number one, Georgia, in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. And number one and number two, Michigan will face, uh, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. number two, Michigan will face number three, TCU, in the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. 
Uh, both games will take place December 31st. The winners will go on to the College Football Playoff National Championship game in Los Angeles on January 9th. Saturday, staying in college football, Saturday was pretty bittersweet for Jackson State football fans. The Tigers won their second consecutive SWAC title, defeating Southern 43-24. Hours later, Jackson State lost their coach. Deion Sanders was officially hired to be the new head coach at Colorado. We talked about this last week when the uh, rumors were about. He told his Jackson State team that he would coach them until the upcoming Celebration Bowl before he takes over at the Colorado full-time. Sanders will owe a buyout to Jackson State. J uh, Sanders will owe JSU about $300,000 for a contract buyout, according to a copy of the agreement that he signed in 2020 that currently does not expire until December 15th of 2024. So that contract, requ contract requires Sanders to pay half of the remaining salary on his deal if he leaves for another job, so long as Ashley Robinson is still the athletic director at Jackson State. So that looks like that's what's going to happen. So you had a lot of recruits going over to Jackson State who were looking to strictly play with Deion Sanders. And yep. when this announcement was made, a lot of them go, nope, we're not going there. Yeah, a couple of them even already committed to Colorado. Yep, pretty wild. And people are upset <clears throat> over there at Jackson State saying that Deion's leaving them high and dry. But Or you could have not had him at all. Yeah, here's yeah. here's here's a tweet that came Good out point. this morning. A source of Colorado, this is like a, t a college talking head. A source of Colorado tells me 200 recruits and portal transfers have reached out in the last 12 hours. Some of them are four or five star caliber players. Deion Sanders has a chance to make some big noise before signing day. Also, the NIL money is rolling in Colorado right now. Wow. Uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson ran out, ran Watson. out onto the field for his <laughs> first regular season game in 700 days on Sunday, and he did not receive the warmest welcome. Watson and the Browns faced off in Houston against his former team, and the Texans fans let him know how they felt. Before Watson's first official snap, Texans fans let him hear it with this. A chorus of booze. His family oh, was there to offset the hostile crowd. That was almost every offensive play. Yeah. Every offensive drive he took the field, that's what the crowd did. <laughs> every offensive drive. If you remember, the NFL suspended Watson Watson for 11 games and fined him $5 million after the quarterback faced numerous allegations of sexual misconduct from uh, massage therapists. Uh, Watson also agreed to follow a treatment plan by professional behavioral experts. He's been advised by his behavioral clin uh, clinical team not to speak about his treatment program and recovery, but the league sources say that, uh, quote, he has made progress. It wasn't a pretty game for, for Watson in his return after sitting out almost two years. Cleveland's defense and special teams ensured the Browns won despite his struggles. The final score was 27-14. I could give you all these scores. There's a couple ad, uh, uh, upsets. Uh, Kansas City did end up losing to Cincinnati in that last uh, drive. Their fourth quarter was pretty much non-offensive. Yeah. Uh, Detroit smashed Jacksonville. There's maybe a, a, a surprise here or there, but for the most part, everybody did okay in the pick'em uh, with a winning, a current winning total, since we still have Monday night's game, at 11. Polo. Polo. Yeah, that's right, 11. Polo. Polo, right, Polo. Great job, man. Also tied, King Scott with 11. King Scott, 11. Look at King Scott. Also tied for first with 11, Scott Rizzuto. Yep. Yeah. Look at Riz. And tied for second place, uh, me and Tony with 10. So we're, we're currently last place with 10, which so, is a good week. Okay, it's a so. good week. I have the Bucks tonight. Scott, who do you have? The Bucks. The Bucks. I believe. So, you guys both have the Saints. That's right. Correct. So it's going to be Polo has not made his Monday pick yet. Are we thinking that strategy that he did there? Yes. Or, huh, that's smart. Polo Polo's is a smart not, man, dude. He's a very smart guy. 
Uh, Paulo has not made his Monday night pick yet. So as long as he picks the Bucks, he's, well. No. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, boy. It I could mean, be anything a, can happen here. It could be a big swing, depending on who wins tonight's game, mm-hmm. Saints or Bucks. Yeah. Now, as far as us against the fast lane. I don't even care. They're up the by one. All right, they're up by one. So at the 53 to 54? 53 54 currently. So it, it again depends on how Polo picks. Yep. We'll see what happens. The U.S. men's national team were eliminated by the Netherlands in the round of 16 at the 2022 FIFA World Cup on Saturday. First half goals by Memphis Dubai and uh, Daily Blend did Greg Berhalter's squad in as the Americans leave Qatar with a 3 1 defeat to the Dutch following a respectable group stage campaign. Did you guys watch this match? It was I did. intense. Yep. And it just it went to show you how young our team was um, without getting too into it. They played perfect strategy. They played perfect, experienced strategy ball. Netherlands, that was. And they they beat us for it. Uh, The Netherlands will face Argentina in the quarterfinals on Friday since they knocked out Australia. Messi scored in the 35th minute. His first goal in the knockout stage of the World Cup. France and England will join Argentina and the Netherlands in the quarterfinals after the European powerhouses made easy work of their opponents Sunday in Qatar. France kicked off uh, Sunday morning with another dominant display and a 3-1 win over Poland. In the late game, England made it look easy with a 3-win 3-0 win over Senegal. Match 53 is happening right now. It's Japan and Croatia. And then up later today is Brazil versus South Korea. I'm Moon. That's your sports because feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Uh, Donnie Fandango is next. A reminder, tomorrow is... The Toast for Jeff concert over at the pageant. Want to see you all down there. Some tickets still do remain. Come see Blue October and Greek Fire and The Urge and Modern Day Zero and Cabo and uh, Toast to our buddy Jeff. And it's all to benefit Kids Rock Cancer and Jeff's family. So all the details at 1057thepoint.com. Show starts at 7. And uh, I believe I believe we're talking after party. We'll have more details tomorrow. Yep. Come to the show. We'll give you all the details. Perfect. All right, if you missed anything on today's program, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Sports crap on celebrities. Riz News, a two-year-old girl was attacked by a coyote outside this L.A. home, and the dad saved uh, saved the kid and chased the coyote off all while the mom was screaming. That's all on video. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have uh, some uh, not Friday fails. This is uh, Monday, so it's Sexy Time Fun Facts. Uh, we have all sorts of dating trends that are happening online. Walking in a winter wonderland will boost your self-esteem. On dating profiles, people are usually lying about their hairstyle, and hot college students' grades dropped dramatically once remote learning happened. Wow. Science. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz today. The podcast title, very important. We went over something that everyone needs to know, and that's the Riz Show Holiday Tipping Guide. Yeah, yeah. Discussed that at the beginning of the show. It's a a tradition. Yep. Mm -hmm. We'll go over it every year. And there are arguments, always. Hmm? That's right. That's the title. That's what you get. All right. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. All right, gentlemen, anything else? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Don't forget that you to join me for Sunday football uh, up at DBs. It was a great time uh, yesterday. A, a bunch of people came up there. We had a really good time. You can come up any Sunday uh, while football is going on. Enjoy some delicious AB products and uh, some great food up at DBs. All right. Get get tickets to tomorrow. Like if you're if you're on the fence, you're thinking about it. First of all, your money's going to two great places. Uh, Kids Rock Cancer and the Burton family. But tomorrow's going to be a heck of a show. A heck of a show. Yeah, to get all those bands. It's going to be awesome, man. 
at the pageant. I mean, for one night. That's and and it's one of those things. Combo. It's one of those things too, where um, I know that we're doing something special, and I'm assuming everybody else is doing something special because it's a special type of show. So it's not it's not bands like doing their usual things. Like oh, I well, I just saw Blue October. No, not like this. Not like this. You know, this is going to be a special type of delivery yep. from from each one of the bands. Yep. So hopefully we'll see you out there tomorrow night at the pageant. It's be a good time. To Jeff. All right, we leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember the day it's brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and in Belleville. From Washington, Donovan Gandy is hey, our yeah. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.